Yo, welcome to another episode of the Cheat Coders Podcast. My name is Brav and I am here with Don Doing Stuff. What's doing? doing? All the way in London, Tam. That's Blazing. You're listening to the Cheat Coders Podcast. Yo, 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 Welcome to another episode of the Cheat Coders Podcast. My name is Rav. This is episode number 128. 128. And I am here with one of my usual suspects of Don doing stuff. What's doing? That's Blazing is over in Paris, enjoying the baguettes and also the croissants of the snails and the escargots. So I'm going to call him Pablo Escargot from now on for a week or so. But we are here with a special guest, which makes it a special episode. Special. It's been a while since I talked to this guy. Yeah. He was one of the guys that came to the 100th episode on our live session, which yeah, boy. You know, we appreciate it. And um, he's here to give his wisdoms on many things from traveling to soul searching out to traveling and soul searching when it comes to sneakers. Yeah. Hey. We have Jed <laughs> from Jed Ventures. What you what you been what's up, up, what's up, what's up? Hey. Oh man, it's good. Thanks for having me on. This is uh this is really cool. Like I haven't seen you guys since 100th episode. So it's actually dope to see like everything growing and like the whole setup is, is dope, man. Yeah, yeah, man. You know, the, yeah. you know, you know what's even, yeah. you know oh, what's yeah. even cooler. I think we've known each other for years, like I, even prior to. Literally, all of this I, I think I, I met you in like, probably I've met you guys probably the same time, but through different ways. And mm. you yeah. guys probably didn't even know each other when I met each of you because yeah. I knew you through your brother. Yeah. Who's in our year, John? Mm. Obviously. Yeah. And then we went to school together. Yeah. So it's such a spin out. It's <laughs> all in the what you call it, Christ Catholic College. CCC. <laughs> represent. Your CCC. And then we spun yo, that. And now left, we, <laughs> we spun that and now using the C's, we've got the cheat coders. Yeah, man. Yeah, I got I to gotta keep, keep it with the C's, man. Just got to let you know, we have the four C's of the cheat coders podcast. I have oh, to right. let you know. Because I, reaction I think is, you'll, I think you'll love this. <laughs> the first C is four consistency. So we have that. And then we have the second C, which is, what is the second one again? It is community. Community, because we want to build a community. Right, and then right. the third one is to create freely. So we have to be free in creating our, our content. Like and then like the fourth one okay, is, here we go. is, <laughs> is quit your job. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. That's just our four C's of the Cheat Coders Quit podcast. Yeah, man. Because we wanted right. to, like, we wanted to encapsulate all of the things that we talk about on the Cheat Coders. Okay, and that sounds like something Leanne would say to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Leanne. Shout, Shout out to Leanne. Yeah. But yeah, man, I, I, it's really, it's really exciting to have you on the show to talk about the ventures mm. that you have going on, Mister Jed Ventures. Thank you, thank you. Um, but first, we wanted to break the ice. So we'll do a couple of segments, and then we'll get into your story. For the audience out there who don't want to deal with this shit, probably skip about 20 minutes or so. I'll, I'll put the, the timestamp <laughs> in, the, the time in the show stamp. notes. But um, let's start off I, with I, the I, uh, segment we call Shame or Nah. Shame or Shame Nah. Or nah. So I got All this right. article, okay, cool? Because like, um, the p- concept of this segment is to decide maybe as a group or we'll decide individually whether we should shame these people or not. So this, 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 this <laughs> I'm kind of always shamed to be honest. This, like. this idea came from Nat, like Nats came up with this, this segment idea. Um, yeah, we just, he just describes somebody and then we decide whether or not we shame the person or not. Um, 
you could, because we're we're so judgmental and stuff. Oh and yeah, that's, right. that's who we yeah. are. We like this to shame a, shame a lot of people on the podcast. So it, it, yeah, <laughs> the internet time. is a place for it, though. So it's all good. <laughs> all right. So this article reads: Bracada Wine Bar will change its name after drawing criticism for appropriation. Barcada Wine Bar. Is that Filipina? Yes. So after receiving a flurry of criticism online for using a word from the Tagalog language native from the Philippines as the name of their new wine bar, the fourth white males, white male owners of Barcada have pronounced that they have to find a new name. So preview coverage of the Washington City paper. So I'm guessing this is from Washington, right? Mm. Earlier this month in... Yesterday, drew attention to the bar, which does not serve Filipino food or drinks, but has attempted to adapt the name Bracada because it signifies a tight-knit group of friends. The owner said that they felt that it described their own friend, friend group as well as the type of community they wanted to build. But now it's been getting a lot of criticism from the Filipino community that because of um, cultural appropriation. Uh, appropriation yeah. So what's your thoughts on the use of the word Bacada as a wine bar name oh. without ha- without serving anything that's Filipino? Are they are they at all any percentage Filipino? No, they're white. Like completely white. Completely white owners. <laughs> and they they wanted to use the group the name because it signifies um, you know, a tight knit group where think, they were. I actually think that's fine, eh? I don't know if people agree with that, but I just, cause like, it's like saying, like, we can't use Spanish words or French words if we're not, you know what I'm saying? But we do mm. that all the time. Like, right? when I first heard this um, article, I was like, okay, I, underst- I understand, but um, I really don't mind. It's not really uh, yeah. a big thing for me. It's if, not if it like was anything offensive, it, yeah. like, mm. that's, but it's literally, Bacara means like, friends like the crew like the boys or yeah. the, the, your friends or whatever like yeah but i think given because of the climate that we are in now in terms of like the yeah, whole movement people just being like oh man that's like lgbt lp yeah. like you know what I'm saying? Like, I think like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, this reminds me too many damn things like oh come on bro relax it, like, it reminds me a little bit of um you know when people get like a, a chinese symbol or a japanese symbol tattooed on themselves just shout out to anyone who does have any like Asian yeah, symbols yeah. tattooed on themselves. But it reminds me of that. Like just mm. someone who um, relates to a particular culture that mm. isn't necessarily their own, but they feel like they, uh, they feel like they um, relate to it. They so appreciate it. I, I, got, I got Roman numerals. Not like Italians are going to get mad at me. Mm. Like, <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? Like, the four right there. <laughs> so the, yeah, yeah, like the word Bacata. And I, I think it's a cool play on words because it's a bar. Yeah, that is cool. a bar on it. And Marcada. I think that's one of the reasons why they used it. Um, I think it's okay. Like, we usually find some articles and when we're, like, shaming it straight away. But I think this one, in terms of its use, I, 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 as long I as think it's okay. It, it, yeah. it, also, it also, like, gives more, like... Um, it brings more representation for the like the Filipino community. I think yeah, it's a good thing for the Filipino community, right? Because yeah. it, it people are like, well, what's with the name? And then well, what if have it to blows up? It. What if it blows up? And, and you know, when people see Burkada, they think wine bar, and it's and they see the owners, and it's four white guys. Yeah, and and then like people will probably look into it and they find the reason for it. Mm. Yeah, but then not many people will look into it. Like not I, ma- like I wouldn't look into what Hyundai means or something. <laughs> you know, I just know yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. that's what it fun, is. It's that fun fact: fast. Nissan means brother. 
Nissan. A true? Oh, whoa. <laughs> you didn't know that? <laughs> Bro, I've been watching anime my whole life. Well, so when you say that you have a like what's your car? I have a Nissan bro. Yeah. You're saying you're pretty much saying bro, bro. I got a bro bro. <laughs> That's <laughs> what the heck? And I never realized. <laughs> you just realized that. that like we like yeah, if this thing what? blows up, if this I don't know, I think I understand in a point of view of the Filipinos who are really offended by it. Mm. If it blows up into a big bar that is known for famous people going in. Yeah. And then it they associate the word bacada to a wine bar and they have no um no reference to the Filipino language and or to Look, I, I think yeah. for a bit, but then I'm like, well, too bad. You should have thought of a first. Like the white guys beat you to it. Like they just happen to be white. Like, I mean, you know what I mean? I mean like, yeah, peop- <laughs> Filipino people now are gonna make their own. Like sh- we should make one here. Yeah, and like, call it Marcada. Yeah, the, yeah. He's like, like, it's another country. I'm mm. sure we can and pull we'll, that off. We'll, we'll sell Lombardy. We'll sell like San Miguel. Yeah, like bro. Sisig, the, the Red Horse. Ooh. Boom. Yeah, bro. and then we'll be rapping as well because that's bars as well. So that'll be a good rap group. Brocada clan. Maybe we should like team up with. Maybe we should team up team up with the Carter. Box. Beatbox. You know, fun fact. This guy was like the beatbox guy between when we and Ello rap battle. Oh man, back in the day. So so the story that Ello keeps bringing up in terms of like rap battling and then how we connected as friends, me and Charles. Mm. You were this there. Guy was Charles. The, this guy was the beatbox guy. You were there. Yeah, shout yeah. out to V. He was the, um, he the, was the guy with the guitar. Who was it with the guitar? V. Um, he was. David. Yeah, oh, Tavita. <laughs> yeah, yeah, V. That guy, yeah. the guy with many names. He's a, he's a legend, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. Love it, love it. All right, cool. So we're not going to shame these these guys? No. Or? Not these no. All right, let's, let's, I mean, let's, let's give it a five, five scale. From shameful in five or not to shame in one. One to five, what out of the, out of that scale, how much should we shame him? I give him a three. I want to be in the middle because, like, they could have done more to, to like make it a wine bar, but then also have incorporate some inco- stuff. Incorporate yeah, the some Filipinos. Some well, Filipino would it culture? be more offensive if they did? Like, and there's no Filipinos in there. That's a good point, actually. Yeah, we, if, yeah. if they it might actually be worse. I think <laughs> it might be worse. Yeah. Like, you go in there, Manny Pacquiao's there. <laughs> oh, I feel so Filipino. You know, guys, you see against stuff, oh and then God. everyone there is just white. Like, how would that be worse? I don't know. It doesn't bother Possibly. me, man. It doesn't mm. bother me. I but think, like, uh, me, I'm a one, just personally, because yeah. mm. I'm just like, eh. If it was something rude, like or, or offensive or making fun of it, then then yeah, it'd be, what, what it'd if be it was bad. a strip club or something. Hey <laughs> <laughs> man, it's, like, it's, it's still legal. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It's just like yeah, I, I feel like yeah, I I really don't mind it at all. I think all good. Yeah, yeah. I'd give it about. I'm gonna give it two. So we have yeah. one, two, three. One, two, three. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> So we are not going to shame these guys. So as much keep as doing I what you do. To. I mean, but yeah. apparently you're going to have to change your name. They changed the name they anyway. They're changing so. the name anyway. Oh, that's really. Well, let's to. do that's it. What man. They that's all the Filipinos <laughs> out there. All the Filipinos the out there. The name is available. The name is available. Barcada. Barcada Sydney. Barcada like Melbourne. Bar- let's yeah, have a Barcada everywhere. Barcada. Yeah, man. Let's do it. Done. Let's do it. All right, cool. This is the Bacada podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we are not taking that this name. This is the Cheat Coders podcast sponsored by Barcada. <laughs> yeah, love it. All right, sweet. All right, so let's move on to the next segment. And I'm, ha- I'm, I'm, I'm pretty excited about this segment because Kanye West <laughs> is one of the most oh my God. polarizing yeah. figures right now in ever, the, probably ever in in our lifetime i don't think we'll ever see another one in our lifetime and he just says a lot of shit 
But um, sometimes there has there has been an article that the New York Times had to backtrack on what they posted in terms of what he said because it was a fake quote. So oh, okay. it, it it really sparked this idea for me to be like, you know what? We could play real or fake with his quotes. <laughs> real or fake. So I got a bunch of his quotes and I'll put it out loud and say it to the audience. And you guys at home, you should play as well. Um, let me know if you think this is real or fake. Okay? Wow. And I want you guys to be a one team. So you have to decide okay. on team, whether it's real right. or fake together. One team, one dream. Let's go. So Let's you go against me, the man with the machine. So the first quote. <laughs> Oh, these are going to be so bad. I can already tell. (laughs) What do we got? What do we got? All right. In 100 years, when they make the the new Mount Rushmore, it'll be Kanye, 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 and Kanye. Real or fake? Decide amongst each other. I feel like it's real. I feel like it's real. I feel like I've heard it. You know? Yeah. Maybe that's weird. If it's it's not fake, uh, if it's fake... Then if it's fake, then that's pretty damn good. If you made this up, <laughs> it's crazy. But like, I, I actually, yeah, it sounds real. Sounds to me real. Too. We're gonna we're gonna go. Gonna real? Real? Yeah, yeah, let's, let's go just with do it. All right, and it's fake. You oh. ain't uh, okay, is it some, is it one of those like it was off by one word or something? No, 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 no. no. This, like, <laughs> this is one of these things. You're not gonna do like that. Kanye, no, Kanye, like that. and Oprah. Or something like, <laughs> that's what he really said. All right, so the, that was a fake quote. So the way I researched is I just looked up fake Kanye quotes and real Kanye quotes, and then all these that's articles crazy. that they had like the, you know those things that you find on the internet is like oh the top gosh. ten stuff that that Kanye didn't say, and they actually had the whole list. So I'm just I just went <laughs> that's with that. Wild. So, so all the listeners one. out there, they don't go googling it before you play the game. Yeah, don't yeah. Don't, don't be that guy. Don't, don't cheat. And plus, you sh- like, I'm pretty sure you're driving or in the train right now. Like, it's more fun. It's more fun just, just playing. Just along. playing. That's true. All right. So, all right. Here's another quote. I feel I'm too busy writing history to read it. <laughs> I feel like I'm gonna say real to all of these, bro. Like they just all sound like something he would say. <laughs> I wanted to be real too. Because that's, that's um, a good one. Like. like that's a good. That's a good, that's a good one. <laughs> like that's not really that. That I it's mean, not, it's not outrageous. It's not like crazy. Yeah, but the ego's there. <laughs> yeah, 100%. yeah. I think that's what we're basing on, right? Like how egotistical it is. Yeah, it's like it's not that egotistical for him. Mm. <laughs> but <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's so fair. Maybe it's not that oh, out, outright, like outlandish that it should be. What you, might what be, might be fake. What do you think? Yeah, then I'm like thinking, is it one of those trick ones where it's like, it's not crazy enough, it's it must be fake. me now. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm even like, thinking it's real. So hard. <laughs> I'm like, it's real, but then I'm like, oh, maybe it's fake because I'm going to go with real. I'm just gonna All right, go. let's go real. I'm going to go with real. I think real you too. Got it, girl. Hey, hey and that go. was a real quote from Kanye West. <clears throat> All right. I mean, 50-50. Yeah, right? yeah. Look, we've got, yeah, it's <laughs> one out of two, so. <laughs> okay, let's see. Third one. All right, here we go. Warhol. Fuck Warhol. I am the god of pop culture. <laughs> My music is the flashing lights in the dark. No pun intended. <laughs> oh, to be fair, I didn't give a crap about Warhol either. I wouldn't say <laughs> F Warhol though. But like, but like, oh man. I feel like Kanye before would have said this. Now he's he's like, he's like they would he's definitely a, say it. Now, <laughs> now he's like, you know, he's found the Lord. Jesus Christ, he's, Lord. <laughs> he's found his Lord and Savior. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so like, I want to say it's fake. I want to say it's fake. I'm, I'm with you. Like, yeah, yeah, we'll just, yeah let's just do it. Hey. Good. You got a two zero, I mean two one like um, thing going on. So let's move on to the next one. 
Number four. Mm. Quote number four. What do we got? I don't understand why everyone is focusing on Kim's booty. That's <laughs> why I married her. My booty is like Michelangelo level. You feel me? It's like a sculpture. It's like something that you should be sitting in a museum for thousands of thousands of years. Real that, or fake? That's got to be fake. I, I feel like. I think it's fake too. I think it's fake. You deciding? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, thank God. I mean, if you said that for real, oh, oh my God. Dude. Yeah. We're getting good at this, man. This is crazy. All right, let's see. All right. Number five. Mm. For the fifth one, I'm the closest that hip hop is getting to God. In some situations, I'm like the ghetto Pope. Real or fake? That's I feel re- like this one's real. real. <laughs> that's real, man. Are you saying it's real? You want to look at this? Let's do real. Let's do real. real. Hey. Hey. What the? He said he that. Said that. Wait, when, is there a year stamp or oh, something? Oh, man. I don't know the year stamp. I, I, mean, I just researched it, and there's a couple of articles that brought it up. The so. ghetto pope. <laughs> yeah. Called himself. Oh, my I God, mean, like, he did, he did come out with Jesus. Oh, right. wow. that could he be really, the time. Yeah, yeah wow. that could be the time. Even now, I probably think that could be the time. Get I mean, a pope. Yeah, he's doing Sunday service and stuff. But man, I think he, I think he feels like he's up there. Closest All thing right. to God in hip hop. Wow, right. this one's an interesting one. So for the sixth one, I'm gonna uh, put this quote up. It's, I hate it when I'm on a flight and I woke up with a water bottle next to me. <laughs> it's like great now. I got to be responsible for this water bottle. <laughs> <laughs> Real uh, or fake? I feel that sounds like a comedian's bit. That sounds like a bit that a comedian's done. It yeah, sound like it a, does sound like a bit, but it could also just be him getting off a flight and someone put a mic in his face. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, he's just like that's the first thing. He's just grumpy. Of. He's jet lagged, but it does sound like a bit as well. I don't know. You only a fake? <laughs> Real or fake? I'm leaning towards fake, but I, I don't know what you think. What do you think? Let's go fake. Let's go fake. Let's All just right. let's just stick with it. Fake. You ain't got no, the that was a real quote <laughs> from Kanye West. Oh. <laughs> I, bet, I bet he got off a flight. I'm telling you, like it's before no he way. it's before he was flying private. <laughs> was like, no way, man. You ain't got the answer, Sway. <laughs> All right, for the last one. <laughs> wait, wait, what's the score? We're like, so you got two wrong, and we did six. So that means you got four right, two wrong. We're up. We're so up. you're up. Okay, so okay, no matter okay, what okay. happens in this one, you've succeeded. We're still one. Pass. All right. Over 50%. You know? Yeah, that's <laughs> what you need, right? <laughs> succeeded. So still good. Still just good. don't get a mystery mug, guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Last I one. am God's vessel, but my greatest pain in life is that I never got to see myself perform live. <laughs> that's uh, this guy's real or fake. <laughs> I feel like that's fake. Uh, pardon me. Can you read it again? Because I okay. feel like... I am God's vessel. But my greatest pain in life is that I will never be able to see myself perform live. Like, I can I can hear him saying the first part. And the second part is like... It sounds a bit like weird. Yeah. Like... <laughs> but it's true. He won't be able to see himself perform live. <laughs> and he's that egotistical that he could... Be like, you know, I mean, but then again, it could have been like a South Park. How do you feel about this one? I'm just going to say real just for the sake of it. All right. I'll go with this. Let's go real. 
Yeah. You know what's crazy? I met Kanye West. Did you? Yeah. Yeah, for real. Like nice. I met him when he was opening up for U2 back in whatever year that was uh, before 2010. He just like did college dropout, I think. Oh shit. Wow. And so, so there was no people around him. And like it was when I was working at Hype on Pitt Street and he walked mm. into the shop on like an afternoon when there was like no people. Yeah. Yeah, and he literally bought two. He's a size ten and a half. He bought two yeah. pairs of shoes off me. It was just him and his one security guard, and there was no people. Was, no one knew who he was. Did he have That's a water bottle? <laughs> 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 no, nah, he didn't That's want to be the wildest. He didn't thing want to be uh, responsible for it. <laughs> 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 That's crazy. I can't believe that one was real. <laughs> All right, here's a couple of fake ones that I like. Um, white bitches are like Lay's chips. You can't just eat one. <laughs> That's a fake one. <laughs> Oh, but apparently people have thought that was real and there's people another one that I like that's fake it's um when I walk in a room everything should be silent except for like some hops and shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can imagine it that sounds real <laughs> it does sound real man it sounds like something like before Sunday service <laughs> you know what I mean like yeah and now I want to walk into a room with just harps. That's yeah, I, know, I have a friend who plays a harp. You know what? I'm going to bring this segment up again, probably like in a couple of weeks, because like there's enough quotes. I mean, you, <laughs> could, do you could let go. In a you break. could do it. I remember there, there was so one crazy, for Jaden Smith, like his tweets. Some of his tweets. Oh, he's wild too. Yeah, we we got we got to fuck. We have to find if anyone out there knows like a really um, outspoken su- outspoken artist or celebrity that it'd be suitable for real Dude. or fake just give a shout out and let us know do azalea banks hey actually bro. she <laughs> is wild bro she need that girl's crazy <laughs> all right we'll do that next time all right did cool you ever, did you ever see her on um wild and out yeah so i mean oh. she straight cried oh, and then man. dc was was just getting up <laughs> that, so that was uh, that was awkward watching it was that. so awkward. anyway all right, let's get let's get off um, Kanye West <coughs> and get to Jed Ventures. Pressure's on, pressure's on. <laughs> welcome, man. Welcome right. to the show. Um, did you want to do a quick intro for for Jed? Or? All right. So he is the king of sneakers. <laughs> sneakers. <laughs> He'll sneak right on you <laughs> when he's traveling. <laughs> And now he is here on the Decoders podcast. Oh, that's good. I'll be no, man. Ladies and gentlemen, now, please welcome digital content creator <laughs> and aficionado of lifestyle and travel, Mr. Jed Ventures. Hey. What's up? What's up? What's up? Thanks for having me once again. AKA the Web Jed. <laughs> <laughs> Web jet sounds good. Oh, it sounded good man. in my head. I don't know why but, I never um, thought of that one. Hey. <laughs> so how you been, bro? I'm good, man. You know, just like trying to do more of this YouTube thing. Um, just have I've never had this much free time, so that's been really good. Mm. I haven't had this much free time probably over ten years, to be honest. So. Mm. so for all the people that don't know you in the Chicos and Chicas of the Chicos cartel, can you let them know? Probably like a little elevator pitch, just to wrap up everything that you're about. Okay. Um, wow. I, I wear a lot of different hats. So I, I was I worked in the travel industry for, for the last decade. Mm. I was doing pretty well there. Obviously, COVID's happened. So mm. that's kind of uh, taken a backseat right now. And it's allowed me to have some free time to get back into my creative roots of photography. Um, and so I've started doing yeah, digital creation. So starting yeah. with the YouTube stuff uh, and just started vlogging and doing episodes on sneakers and stuff because that's kind of been my first love. So, yeah. Yeah. 
So nice. when did, when have you been starting your collection of sneakers? Uh, it was actually back it when we were in school, bro. Yeah, when, when, no when one about really, was really on it, you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. probably like, yeah, two, like 20 years maybe, like, yeah, 2000. Oh shit, all like the way seven. in 2000. You're, you're seven. Yeah, Damn. like I didn't have no money, but like I, I wanted it, you know what I mean? And like my parents would occasionally buy me a pair of shoes that I like. Do you count those sneakers that your parents give you? Or does the, count, does the sneaker add to the count when you have bought it yourself with your heart and money? Personally, the ones that I count are the ones that I, I bought. Um, because I don't think I have many of the ones that my mum would have bought me. Like, mm. they all would have been trashed and just... Have you ever... the fills are in the <laughs> bin, bro, you know? Have you ever looked back and be like, oh, my parents actually gave me a dope sneaker, or... Half and half, bro. I had, like, friggin'... What do you call it? I had, like... Do you remember Lynx? From, like, Payless mm, or something? I yeah. had Lynx pumps. Are they still around? Because I... Hell no. Man. <laughs> I had Lynx pumps because I couldn't get Reeboks. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so I definitely had, like, the cheap ones as well, but... I remember having like year seven when like Royals were like the thing. Mm, yeah. yeah, Royals and like 2000 and Everlast and stuff. So I remember having a pair of Royals and I had, um, you know, Cortez and, and Superstars were huge when we were in school. Mm. Well, how about, the, how about the Ray-Ban for our phase? Yeah, were you, were you part nah, of that or you'd be like, nah, man, I I'm, I'm way ahead of that shit. Shat on those. Eh? Like, <laughs> I hated them so much, bro. So Ray-Ban used to make shoes? I don't remember. Not, not Ray-Ban glasses, but it was like the Ray-Ban ones. The R-A-B-E-N. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they're like, they're the, like the shuffling shoes, shuffling bro. Shoes. Like everyone was wearing the oh. most uncomfortable shoes you could ever wear. They're the ones you slip. They were the ones <laughs> you, s- you slip on, right? Yeah, yeah. And they were like canvas. Yeah, yeah. There was a phase. Yeah. I don't know what year I forgot. I'm, I'm everyone guessing was wearing, 2003 yeah, everyone or something. Was wearing, yeah. Everyone was wearing. Everyone had. It. Everyone went to that corner shop that had the Ray Ban. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I passed that every day. <laughs> it's, like, it's still their Ray Ban footwear. It's still. Are you talking about on the one Street. on George Street? Yeah, the one on George Street across the road from the old square. Yeah, opposite like. Yeah, opposite like the bus buses at Central. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's still there, dude. Yeah, that's the still, still there. there. <laughs> it's like, bro, who's on even buying Ravens now? Like, I didn't get it. They had that. They had that, like a peak sale in like one year, and it just dropped after like. A year. <laughs> they probably still have stock, and they're trying to get rid of it. Yeah, bro, <laughs> just waiting for it to be cool again. It's like, it crazy. ain't happening. I didn't even. I didn't, I didn't even know how that started. Is it because of shuffling? I or honestly don't know, but there were, it was. Cheap shoe, I guess. And Maybe yeah, I I twenty know. bucks. Yeah, because maybe it was because people were like being on boats more often. <laughs> I, <laughs> I remember those as well. Because <laughs> <laughs> they were like boat shoes, right? Like that's what you would wear if you were like yeah, but know. yeah, they were. I just I never. Oh, sorry, I but never liked them. It might have been super them. comfortable, super cheap shoes. They were super cheap. I remember they were yeah, super I remember cheap. That. Yeah. Like I bought two pairs, like a. <laughs> Uh, a white one and then a random green one. We Everyone should, had the white we should, ones. We should stop talking about it because they're not sponsoring they're us. Everyone had the white ones. <laughs> they probably want us to sponsor them. <laughs> <laughs> nah. But yeah, so you got wow. you got into sneakers in high school, and that's yeah. kind of love that you've had for like all these years. Yeah, man. And you're st- you're starting to um like what's how how do you then present that as content on your on your channel? Well, wait, we just started up, so like. So far, we've done like um, yeah, Armor editor. He's he's seen hey, here as well. Shout out, shout out, shout out to Armor. Check him out as well. Um, but yeah, he's he's been help, helping me edit all the stuff, and we've just been mainly doing like sneaker reviews at the moment. But yeah. we've we've filmed a couple of other episodes already where it's like um, you know just trying to add value with things like say uh, best sneaker protectors or sneaker cleaners, yeah, where to get your shoes cleaned, yeah. how to how to rock them properly. Because I I just like I always see people. Like with nice shoes and they're just kind of wearing them wrong. And oh, like, uh, what's you know? the right way to wear? So an example that I'm probably I'm probably gonna film it on Tuesday actually. But one of the examples is when people just lace things too tight, like they just look. Okay. Is like, there like certain style of lace that you could like, that will show off your shoe a bit more? 
Um, no, well, to be honest, like, say, if I get a pair of Air Force Ones in the box, I keep the laces the way they are. I like them how they're laced already. Mm. Um, are you more of the diagonal ones or the straight ones? Just, just. Just straight. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 diagonal. Oh, diagonal. It's a normal diagonal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not the straight ones. I mean, with some shoes, it's okay. Like, I guess if you've got, like, fat laces on mm. certain sneakers, but I think just, like, the way they are, they already look good, you know. Mm. I always say, like, lacing them tight is fine because, like, you don't want them to fall off. But when they're literally, like, you know when they're tight and you can't even see the tongue? You know, oh, okay. yeah, <laughs> like yeah, the yeah. top of the tongue, it's just like, bro, what? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Why yeah. you yeah. choke your know? foot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool, man. So, I think that's really, really exciting because I, I used to be really into sh- like the sneakers as well. I used to yeah. like Pumas. Oh, man, honestly, no. I, have a hu- I love Pumas. Yeah. I have a massive Puma collection. People sleep on Pumas, man, Like, but I love, I love that brand. Sense. It's good shoes. Yeah. But yeah, so you're making, you're making that kind of content. I think I saw you making some food content as well on your. Yeah, is that occasionally or is that part of the? Occasionally, like I'm not a chef, so like people don't get mad. I'm not trying to be a chef, (laughs) but like I I enjoy cooking as well, and I like um, to just showcase like places to eat in Sydney too. Nice, good. So just like uh, places to eat in Sydney as well. So we just did a versus video on like my two favorite donut shops. So just kind of cool stuff like that, and sharing like with other people like best places in my opinion to check out for, nice. like, for certain dishes or whatever yeah, so, yeah. Mm. So, well, so, so you cook right so what's your best dish I make a mean sinigang but no. hey. <laughs> oh yeah 100% but sinigang is like my favourite but no, good, time, like, good time to have it now you know uh, like, yeah bro the soup weather for sure yeah absolutely I need like super super sour and like chilli and you, you make it so you make it traditional like traditional yeah tamarind bases and all that from yeah but like my favorite thing is like I'm, I'm a, I love doing like I'm pretty good at pastas like I make sauces all from scratch and stuff and I'm pretty good at like grilled stuff so like it's really my friends will barely ever take me to like a steak restaurant because yeah. they know how much of a critic yeah I'm such a critic bro yeah. <laughs> because I'm just like just with steak because I'm like because it's not a cheap thing to go out for mm-hmm. and I literally in my opinion have had only maybe a couple. Not sounding cocky or anything, but in my opinion, just I've only had a couple that I, I would actually say was better than what I made at home. No. I'll be like, dead set. Shots fired, shots yeah, fired. Yeah. Hey, that's a real Filipino. I know like Filipinos <laughs> don't go out to freaking Filipino restaurants because why should I go when I can have it at home? Make a thing. That's not the mentality so of Filipinos. Better at home, you know? I do, I do with, I actually like, it's just with steak, man. Because yeah. it's like such a thing where it's like you pay 50 bucks for one and I'm like, literally, I could, I could have like got a good quality cut from a specialty yeah. butcher. Mm. And made this for like and cook it yourself, and, and it'd be better. Because I hate getting a steak and it's wrong because it's like expensive. Mm. Like, mm. <laughs> How do you like you your steak? Perfect. I'm oh, medium rare, bro. Hey, I, I love mean. that shit too. Yeah, 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 yeah. You pass. Our parents all like, well done, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> I hate it. It's still bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> this one turns to deep steak, <laughs> bro. <it's laughs> <just> one, <laughs> they just cook the shit. Yeah, they're full like, of onions and they, th- they just think it's like raw. It's like, bro. Like, and the, yeah, the barbecue Filipino barbecue is always really well done meat. Yeah, and oh, we do well with the marinades. Yes, but like. We burn that shit. Do you, <laughs> do, you, do you put Sprite in your marinades? Yeah, well? Sprite, Sprite. Yeah, people, people that do Sprite, they know, man. They know Sprite is good. And it's funny because people here and they're, they're just like, that is so weird. But if you've tasted it, like, it's yeah. good. Because it, it adds extra sweetness to it. Yeah, it does, man. It and gets all sticky. something about the, like the, the fizziness in it. Yeah. You know? I wonder how it started. It I think someone just accidentally knocked Sprite into it. Oh, shit, it's ruined. Nah, man. Yeah, it's good. It's still, still good. good. Oh, actually, it's even better. <laughs> <laughs> shit. I have a story. When I was younger, my grandmother used to make us food. And 
like she cooked us some chips, she baked some chips chips for us, and she reached instead of the salt to put on the chips, she put sugar. Oh yeah, all over it. Mm. And my cousins, because we we would all like um, be babysat by my grandma, they like jumped on it. They were like, "This is amazing," but I hated it. <laughs> and so ever since then, every time we got together, <gasps> they would put sugar on the chips to keep me from eating. <laughs> that's smart. I'm just like, that's oh, a good, that's a good plan. I, I can see why that would work though, because it's like, yeah. It would got caramelized and stuff. I assume yeah. in the oven, yeah. It's almost <laughs> like like churros, but yeah, but potato. With potato. Yeah, <laughs> right, I'm gonna try that. I'm gonna try that. It's gonna be the next video. I'm gonna try, yeah, yeah. Write that down. So, what other video content are you planning to do rather than sneakers and yeah, food? So sneakers, um, food. So sneaker stuff. I'm gonna do a lot more vlogging. We just did like a one week uh, road trip around New South Wales and ACT. So nice. just before. Um, kind of this whole not I don't want to say second wave, but just for like you know our borders shutting in. Yeah, mm. we were actually supposed to road trip all the way down to the Great Ocean Road and do like the Twelve Apostles and all that. Mm. And then obviously the border shut, so we sat down, we had a chat. I was like, we still want to do the trip. Let's just go down to the fire affected communities down the coast. Hell yes! So we spent our money going down through those communities all the way to like Eden, which like got pretty much smashed. Yeah, and it was mm. eerie as hell, man. Like we saw like just. Hundreds of kilometers worth of like burnt bush. It was like really yeah, crazy, bro. So it was like really good. We met some amazing people that were really like, um, they thought that what we we're doing was a good idea. So yeah. we spent our money there. Then we came through and went into the snows, did like Jindabyne and Threadbone, all that, and yeah. then did Canberra and then came back up. So we filmed that whole thing and hopefully I'll have like a vlog of each day of that as well. That's awesome, man. So just trying to share like cool <laughs> stuff to do in New South Wales because like obviously I want to talk about travel. Yeah. But because travel's kind of international travel at least is on hold right now, yeah. even domestic at the moment. Mm. Yeah. So like, you know, it, it's it's easy to take New South Wales for granted. And when we went, we just kept thinking like, dude, it's actually like, there's so much to see and do. There's heaps. I New was South like, is massive. it's crazy. And like, I almost felt ashamed because I lived here forever, literally mm. my whole life. And just have so much I hadn't seen, like suburbs I never even heard of. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. You just mentioned so twelve apostles. I'm like, I don't even know what that yeah, is. <laughs> I know the three that's, sisters that's, that's and stuff. Great, that's they? all the way down to like our Victoria. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. So cool, yeah, cool. but but yeah, it's crazy. We saw it was a spin out because we saw like the coastline, or we saw whales on the drone. That was like super lucky. Humpback whales, and then the next day we were in the snow, and I was like, what is happening? <laughs> like in the same state. Yeah. yeah. You just Some people just forget that. that you know you don't have to travel like twelve hours to yeah, find what you need. It's right here in, this, in like New South Wales. Yeah, it's so beautiful. So. I like it. Definitely, man. yeah. So I want to kind of, we want to put more of that stuff out to kind of get people. Traveling around. Yeah, just traveling mm. around and, and not you know, complaining about just being stuck at home. It's like there is stuff you can do. You just, just, just mm. do it. <laughs> I really commend you on doing that, man. Because yeah, especially like it, it seems like an age ago when the bushfires hit and how that was such a major problem. I know. It's like yeah, 2020 is just a movie. You just forget yeah. what oh. happened at the start of the year. Like that, that was a big thing. And yeah, yeah. And I think like, even though that stuff is, even though the, the fires have stopped, there are still communities out there that are, have been affected by that. And so yeah. going out to those communities and, and spending money out there will help them a lot. Yeah. Cause you imagine like that and then, COVID right after that's happened to you. It's like, bro, you lose your home and then this happens. Like, yeah, I'm like, what's supposed to stay home? You don't have a home? Like, yeah, that's just, that's weird to think about. I really never thought about it yeah, that way. Crazy. Yeah. And it's like, until you, because you see it on the news, but until you, you're there, like, I just remember, like, almost with us, like, those four of us, and we were just like, dang, like, 
everything is just destroyed. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's crazy. And that was like a matter of like a day or so. Like it, everything just mm. vanished. I remember like we didn't see the sun for like a month. Yeah. Mm. Like uh, no exaggeration. Yeah. I felt like I didn't see the sun all of January. 100%. It was weird. Yeah. Yeah, oh, but man. it was really good to go out there and the people were so like, were so good. We met like, we didn't meet, we didn't meet one bad person. Like everyone that we kind of met and like had any conversations with locals and whatever it was super cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Mm. I just want to sidetrack from your content creating and rewind it back to the traveling thing. Yeah, yeah. Because <coughs> you've traveled quite a bit. I've, I've been very, very blessed to have traveled a lot in my, in my uh, life. If you were to put a number on it, how many countries? I've been to about 54 countries. Damn. Yeah. Damn, that's like a country. Take that, Leanne. <laughs> <laughs> For context, Jed, Jed is Leanne's arch nemesis in this whole thing. <laughs> We got Jed Ventures here. Oh, that's no, no, funny. but like she's your partner, partner yeah, yeah, in crime, no, partner no. in life. The whole yes, so I love, I, that's all I love. She, she, like I love her. She's Do you guys best. compete? She's the best in the traveling thing. It's like you know what? I'm going next month <laughs> to. Yeah, I'm going to go randomly to New Zealand. Yeah, we do. Literally, I'm like, well, I got more stamps than you, babe. Page. 12 i'm like 28 <laughs> 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 nah well, i mean we're, all, we're just mucking around it's crazy because like that's cute i mean before actually before my my career in travel i'd been to maybe seven countries which at the time i was like already cheering you know mm. seven like, yeah that's a lot it's still good yeah. right and then like yeah it's crazy i got the 50 like a few years ago and now like i've repeated so many places because i love them like mm. i've been to america probably almost i want to say like almost 10 times europe like damn Roughly same, Japan three times. So how long have you been doing the whole traveling thing? Like, when was the first time? First time I went overseas without my family. Because obviously I went, like, yeah. to fields. I went to yeah. America and stuff with my fans and yeah. all that. But the first time I went, like, just with friends, I was 19. Mm. Um, so shout out to, to those boys. I'm still friends with those hey, guys nice. as well. Yeah. <laughs> Carlo, Gary, and Josh. So, yeah, we uh, went to Japan. It was a full last minute trip. We went to Japan for, like, almost six weeks. Damn. Over Christmas and New Year's, and we literally like we snowboarded for two weeks, and we just went and did the whole country, and then I fell in love with it at nineteen. And I still stayed in. I was working in sneakers at, at Hype, and um, I still did that for a few more years. And then when I got to, I kind of felt like there was nowhere else for me to go. Mm. Hype, yeah, yeah. I was just like, I'd done everything. We'd done really well. There was nowhere else for me there. And then my friend just suggested the travel thing for me, mm. and then I. Went into it, I absolutely hated it for the first six months. Like, I was going to quit. Yeah. And my team knew. Like, I was leaving early to go to job interviews. Yeah. Um, and no well, one cared. Well, why did you hate it? Like, it was I just, like, such a big learning curve. But also, yeah. like, it's just people in the industry that got really good kept telling me, like, one day it'll just click. And mm. I just hadn't had that yet. And after, like, six months or seven, seven months maybe, it, like, it actually just, like, one day just clicked. And I got it. Yep. And then I started... I, I got really good at it. <laughs> like, without <laughs> kind of saying anything, I, I don't know how else to say that, but hey. yeah. <laughs> like, I, I got um, really good at it. Ended up winning a lot of national, global awards. Nice. And then I stayed for a long time because I was, I was doing quite well. Um, the last couple of years where I was leading my team, we were number one globally in our category. Mm. And in that time, like, I was, I was traveling, like, I think I was on a plane maybe over 10 times a year. Damn. Like, like return. So like twenty plus months mm. a year. Damn, man. Um, so so grateful for it. Like, I, I like I look back at it now and it's weird because it's like I can't believe I actually did that for mm. a living and got paid mm. pretty well. To do to it. Travel, yeah. And then um, yeah. And then I was managing 
this, uh, the last year I was managing all of New South Wales and ACT in the youth and adventure market. So I was like traveling all around and then meeting with my national team in Brisbane or in Adelaide and we'd fly around for meetings and stuff or fly internationally for meetings. It was so crazy. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> like, crazy. I can't believe that. Like saying it is like, that's weird, but it was- My meeting's just at Starbucks Mount Druid. Yeah. Shout outs to you guys. <laughs> hey, I got a meeting there tomorrow, man. It's still hey. good, man. Starbucks Mount Druid. That's the meeting place. That's the spot, man. Well, <laughs> like, like with your traveling thing, did, did the first thing that popped in your head is like, you know what? My sneaker collection is going to be crazy if I travel at the same time. I could collect in Japan and get yeah. something from Dubai or something. Did you get, have actually, you gotten sneakers from overseas as well? A thousand percent. Like, <laughs> I think when we went to Japan when I was 19, I brought back, I'm not even kidding, I brought like over 20 pairs of shoes. Back. Bro. Yeah, I was like 20. crushing, I was like crushing boxes of 40 and back up when I got home and like had to ship stuff. It was crazy. And then, yeah, so I've done that as well, heaps. But it's actually the opposite of what you're saying because I think when I found travel, I kind of dropped off sneakers for a bit. So mm. my sneaker collecting thing happened early 2000s. I probably had like a, I want to say like six or seven year break in the middle. Mm-hmm. And I just fell in love with travel and all my money and focus went to travel. No regrets because travel is still, in my opinion, more important than sneakers for mm. sure because you can never like trade those experiences and friendships. Absolutely. Why have sneakers when you can't have like a place to walk to, you know? Yeah, exactly. Hey, mm. That's true. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I thought that was a cool yeah. thought. <laughs> he's, he's just so laughing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, it's, it's I'm just laughing about how you wanted to make it poetic. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a really good, it's, it was really good. I'm just laughing about how you, because like, this is, it's you wanted me. to make it poetic. Yeah. It's just like slide it in there. Right. But like, yeah, that's cool because like, yeah. like it's a new experience. I can yeah. imagine your arch nemesis and sneaker collecting <laughs> be like, wow, this is my time to shine. <laughs> And overtake his collection. This is crazy. Like, I mean, so all the guys that are like the biggest kind of sneaker guys in, in Australia, most people don't even know who they are. Mm. Like they're very like, I know them because they're the guys I looked up to and I still look up to and I have relationships with those guys, but they're very like, they're pretty private. Like, I don't think they'd ever come on my thing just because, not because of me, but I don't think they would ever want anyone to know who they are. Yeah. Mm. But I'm talking these guys have stuff from like, like they make my collection look like it's nothing, yeah. you know. So I just have warehouses and stuff. Literally the storage, yeah. places storage, yeah, yeah, and like so just crazy, crazy rare stuff. And um, you would never pick them, like you would never pick these guys if you saw them on the street. You yeah. just see their shoes and you'd be like, oh, that's random. Yeah, if you knew anything yeah. about sneakers, but then you'd know never know that this guy is like one of the biggest sneaker guys. That's in the that's country. pretty dope, actually. It's it's it is dope. It is yeah. it's it's kind of both though because it's like I want to share it as well, not because I was like I want views, but it's like people need to appreciate like this history mm. and culture. But at the same time, I, I, I respect that they want to Their keep privacy. it private. Yeah. You know what you could do? You know how like, um, so on Netflix there's been a lot of um, like drug documentaries and stuff. Yeah, like that. yeah. They have- Bro, I offered, the, the I offered cut, that. The yeah. cartel, like, you know, yeah. their face covered and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, I did like, the, we'll, we'll like blow your voice out and like, you know, cut, blow your face out and like, you know, change your voice, whatever. Like They, they went for they're, it. They're like, maybe. Or they can have a stand in <laughs> someone like, like Don could like play. <laughs> Play him and I'm stuff. not cool enough to be. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not cool enough to be. Oh man, head, it's not bro. even a cool thing, man. Honestly, like that's kind of what is crazy to me about it because, like, it's like, yeah, a lot of kids are getting into it now or been into it for the past like ten years or whatever. Mm. They're like, it's such a ego driven thing. Mm. I just like, yeah. I really love the culture. Like, I, we we were doing it. People thought I was crazy because I was buying all these shoes. Now it's like a thing. Like, yeah. Whereas like back then it was almost like, bro, what's your problem? Like, why do you keep buying shoes? It's like it's not like I wanted to flex. Like I used to wear this stuff. And, Streetwear and like all this stuff back, even in high school, no one batted an eyelid and no one yeah. knew. So it was fine. 
How can we know? You're just wearing school shoes all the time. <laughs> Bro, I, would wear, I used to get in trouble for uniform all the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I got microfiber pants. Sometimes I was daring <laughs> enough to. Yeah, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. microfiber pants. Hey, man, shout yeah. out to microfiber pants. SMP belts. You know what I'm saying? If you're daring, you'd have a chain on the <laughs> side. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I had one of those buckle belts. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Oh, man, nice fashionistas right here it's so funny like looking back at that stuff but yeah like i don't know like it's a different kind of thing now with sneaker stuff and i I used to be like that that, because i remember when i was a young kid in the culture Mm. and now like i'm one of the older ones you know oh geez yeah and it's funny because i i used i actually went through a phase maybe like five six years ago where i was like the grumpy old guy like I was hating on everything new that was coming out and everyone that was coming into it. It was like, mm. I, you know what I mean? How like you kind of see it in music as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, golden age of hip hop. Like yeah. the fans there just like focus on that. Yeah, 100%. But yeah. then I, I got older and I was like, I, I realized I was like, this is like, who cares? It's just shoes. Like don't be a hater. Like Because mm. I, I was being a mad <laughs> hater. Yeah, yeah. I would post a status when the shoe was coming out. I was like, "Who would light up for those?" Those are whack. Da da da. I'm like, oh, you actually that. Hundred percent. Like, what is wrong with me? And then I, I'm just like, bro, if people like the shoes, like let them like the shoes. It doesn't which, matter. Which shoe? Which shoe? Oh, it was just stuff like when the Gamma Blue Eleven came out and John Eleven Gamma Blues, which like is like a good colorway and everything, and people were hyped on it. And I was like, no, nah, I would never wear them over Space Jams and just like stupid like nerdy shit like that. Like who cares, bro? It's just shoes, you know? I look back at it, I'm like, look, he's this loser. Like I would slap myself in the face. If I saw myself now, I'd be like, bro, what? what's wrong with you? Retweet yourself, shut the fuck yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, I would comment back on those and just be like, shut up, Jed. You idiot. Back yeah. to the traveling thing. Yeah, so yeah. Um, I want to fast forward a bit into this year yeah so we had um leanne's experience of um adjusting to the times that we're in i want to get your thoughts of like what was your reaction when you figured out that you wouldn't be able to travel anymore it it's crazy because it's actually it's just instead of kind of being upset and angry the whole thing obviously it is sad but if anything to be honest it's just made me realize like how thankful i am and grateful i was for the opportunity sorry He's got the Rona. Getting, getting, tro- <laughs> getting, getting choked up. About. It's just really emotional, guys. <laughs> <Nice. laughs> no, but um, yeah, I was just really thankful for the whole thing. It, like I said, when I was even talking about that stuff, I can't believe that I did that for, for a living. Yeah. Um, but yeah, in terms of like how the travel thing will come back, will bounce back. Uh, I was talking to you about this like yeah, earlier. Off camera, yeah. Like it's going to come back so strong. Yeah, it's, it's like it's going to be really lean in the businesses. The whole industry is going to look really different um, on the other side of COVID. Yep. But COVID will eventually be over. I think that's yep. what everyone needs to remember. It will eventually be mm. over. And when it is, the first thing people going to want to spend money on is travel. Yeah. Like thousands. Percent. And it'll be the youth market that will jump on that first. I like, I like that what you said off camera um, was that, you know, when this is all over and it will be over, Everybody's gonna want to get the fuck out of here. Hundred <laughs> exactly percent. Yeah, man. And I'm like, but yes. I want to get. I feel like that now. <laughs> like, literally, like, so. No, nah, it's true. Like, it's so true because I know people that like. We had so many people had their like overseas weddings cancelled. Mm, yeah, like, um, even like just any holiday, any travel was cancelled. Yeah. So like, people still have heaps of like money on file as well, like credits. Mm. So. Like that's going to be the first thing that people want to do. Plus, like I said, they're very so, so many people already spent money on it, mm. so it's like, yeah, just go. Yeah. <laughs> mm. 
I was supposed to go to Japan. Oh, see, that's in, crazy. In Olympics? May. No, oh, in May. Before. And um, yeah, so that got cancelled, but I, I'm still going to go to Japan again. Yeah, 100%. At the end of the day, Japan's going to still be there. Yeah. So it's not like it's going to disappear. So you still got a shot. I know. We'll still be there. We got back literally. Got it, girl, <laughs> we, we literally got back like 9th of March, man. Like, so Leanne and I were in Philippines and Japan. That's right. We got yeah, back on 9th of March. Like literally as it popped off, like that next weekend is when they shut the borders. Yeah, that's crazy because crazy. I remember how um, Leanne was doing a, a story of um, the toilet paper. Toilet paper. Yeah, yeah. Man, I was in a hotel. I was like, "Babe, what are you in that toilet for so long? What are you doing?" And then I, <laughs> I was like, "Well, she destroying that sushi. I was like, man, "That ramen's killing." <laughs> yeah, there's something else in that ramen, man. But now she, this just like, I'm making a video. I was like, oh, "Okay." I was like, man, "What the hell?" She in there for like an hour. It's like, yeah, giving away her secrets, bro. Give yeah, yeah. Secrets. <laughs> secrets of content creation. Yeah, but um, yeah. It was crazy being there as it happened as well. Like, so, oh man, it was even even with our work. So I got back on Monday and like schedule was so hectic. I went to work the next day. So yeah. I literally landed Monday. I went to work Tuesday. Mm. Yeah. Had like a meeting with my, like all my leaders um, that, I, that I look after in New South Wales ACT. And then literally on Friday, the news came out that, that everything was like basically shut down. It was oh, like yeah. in like less than a week. Like our whole lives just changed. Yeah. And then I had to stand down like 120 people. Oh man, that's tough. It was so heavy, bro. Like, mm. It was like, and it's just like, it's so hard because it's like, you know, people in different situations. Like some of them are just like young people have no responsibility. Some of them are, have families and mortgages. And yeah. Like, dang, like, I, gotta, I felt like the Grim Reaper, bro. Yeah. yeah I was man. just calling people and it was like, it was so sad. But um, like I said, it will come back and, and when it does, it's going to be, it's going to be crazy. There's yeah. going to be a lot of, uh, a lot of traveling. Yeah. I saw that um, Elon Musk is doing like a travel thing over to space so you can see the, see the world and like, you know, like how astronauts see it. So, That's so crazy. I'm thinking maybe, you know, they should just branch out to, you know, fuck the planet. Let's visit outer space and <laughs> <laughs> visit the moon and shit. That's like a bucket list thing. Eh? Like remember when like Virgin was doing those flights to space yeah. as well and like obviously with, with Tesla. Do they crazy. Yeah, do they still do those the ones that they it's like the atmospheric flight and the, the plane goes up and down so that you you are weightless in the plane. Yeah, I, I remember that. I don't know if they still do it. I didn't I don't know, but yeah, that that's, be cool that's sick. Too. I think it was like something like a quarter of a million dollars. Yeah. You, know, like, you might as well just go to Luna Park and go to a ride that spins constantly and you're just floating. Bro, that thing <laughs> makes me so sick. <laughs> yeah. oh, that's crazy. Some people that do it upside down, I'm like, you guys are crazy. I can't do it standing <laughs> up straight, man. That's oh, man. Yeah, that's nuts. Um, there's something that you and I were talking about off camera as yeah. well about like, because we've had this conversation on the cheat coders mm. about having a partner who is in a symbol. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. And Nats and I were talking about it and saying like, he... I think after after one particular experience that he had, he made up his mind not to include you know his partner in in, yeah, yeah. in the stuff that his 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 projects because it gets messy like there's that business and pleasure type like delineation mm. or something like that. Um, but wh- I wanted to get your opinion on that because obviously yeah. Leanne is in, in travel in as travel well, yeah. and content creation. Well, I mean, I definitely think like it just depends on the person at the end of the day. Yeah, like each to their own, like. Of course, but I mean, for, for us, it was also a little bit different because I worked in the travel industry, like um, for Flight Center. So, mm-hmm. like, I was doing it like in that side of things, sales and that that part of it. 
And then she came into, she was coming into it from the content creation side. Mm. And then now I've actually started jumping into that with her. <laughs> so it's like, but I, I think like, yeah, I'm supportive with it. Like we, we haven't really had any issues at all. We've never had any run-ins where it was like, oh no, like I don't want to work with you or anything like yeah, that. Yeah. Mm. I mean, yeah, I mean, if it happens, I might know. But for me, I don't think that there's anything wrong with it at all. We've, we've always worked really well together. If anything, it's... Just, awesome. know, just knowing like how passionate Leanne is about yeah. content creation and then you getting into the game. Yeah. Kind of like, like uh, were you scared at first to show your first video? And 100%. think that Leanne will just tear <laughs> oh, that bro. shit apart. So we had an example. I almost was uh, we filming. I was like maybe two weeks ago or something. Maybe a few weeks ago. Something like that. And <laughs> it was crazy. So I'm obviously like not, nowhere near as experienced as mm. in front of camera. I've been behind the camera like for years. Yeah, And so... Like I had a couple of takes doing my thing and I was already like, oh yeah, sweet, that's fine. She came in, she was like, oh, hey, I, I need to film something for my for my course because uh, I know you guys work mm, on stuff together. Mm. I think it was the one in Jacko's Barbershop. I, I don't know if you edited that. Um, no, I didn't edit that um, one, yeah. But she like, anyway, she got on and she like two takes and was like, all right, guys, see ya. I was like, I've been here for six hours. <laughs> Legit, bro. I was, I was there for hours. She like came in, did two takes and I was like, all right, I'm going to go now. I was like, goodbye, okay, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> like, that was so funny. Yeah. It's good to be a bit humbled about, it, about yeah, something. Yeah, you know? I mean, yeah, it's it's so it's awesome. You know what I mean? And like just seeing her when she's on, like, and you guys know, obviously, because you guys mm. know her. Mm. Um, when she's on, she's just on. So it's it's like I said, it's I think it's inspiring. I don't think nice. I could be with anyone that was nice. that didn't kind of have aspirations themselves. Yeah, mm. like that. If anything, that to me is worse than like if we were in the same industry. Mm. And like we've done things where we got sponsored to shoot something in Scotland together. So I did the photo, I did the photography for it, um, and she was the subject in it, and like you know talked about it in stories and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And that was dope. Like we worked on that together, and it was mad. We they sent they sent us to Scotland, did a free thing, and it was sick. That's awesome. Man. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. I want to segue to your photography because your stuff is really good. Yeah, like Thank your you. travel Thank stuff. You. Like I saw your photos, and I'm like, man. Yeah, <laughs> they are from like a travel magazine type yeah. of thing. So, what made you spark into actually doing the travel fo photo thing? Obviously, when yeah. you started traveling, but like, I picked up a camera ages ago, and I kind of just was shooting random things because like being in dance for mm. so long back in the day. Back back in the day, <laughs> like, all I did was <laughs> dance. Done everything, man. <laughs> yeah. Shoes, beatboxing, <laughs> dancing. Everyone knew travel. me before as the kid that was always dancing or yeah. the kid with sneakers like yeah, that yeah. was my thing yeah he was part of the insane elements that was our skb bro chicky bumps no i danced with skb and lemmings okay yeah, so yeah. that was it but i but i started off insane elements it's because like a church i shout out to don skb don's i still one of my one of my best shout friends out. Um, you guys are Don Napoleon. I went to school yeah. with him. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say you know Don, <laughs> but yeah, he's like he's still like one of my closest friends, and he's moved down to Wollongong, and um, nice. their studio is killing it. So because having that influence, I always like shooting, like dancing stuff, not for like, uh, not as the photographer, but just because I loved shooting it and mm. I just loved that kind of stuff. Then when travel happened, I was like, you know, I'm gonna pick my camera back up again because mm. I wanted to try and capture, it and it's a very different style of photography from shooting people. It's funny because now I bump into people that. Uh, photographers that shoot events or weddings and stuff like that and they find it hard to shoot landscape because they're like it's, it's so vast game, I don't yeah. know what to look at like how mm. do you do mm. it and I'm just like well, I'm the opposite I look at this stuff and I'm like what <laughs> like, there's so much more pressure so it's it's an interesting thing but, so, but I love photography like all, all types of it 
Mm. And um, now that I've got the time, I've been shooting like heaps more again. Nice. It's, it's been so good, man. What do you shoot with? Um, so right now, oh, actually, talking about this, we actually went to, um, right now I, I shoot with a Canon 5D Mark III, so the granddaddy. Yeah. And I got an M50 to vlog on as well. But my, um, yeah, I'm picking up an R5. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna pick nice. up the R5. <laughs> so <I'm> <laughs> love it, love it. And did you do yeah. you find anything different in um, landscape photography between the the different models? Well, I haven't. I've only played around with R5 a little bit. We were inside, so I didn't get to take it out. Okay. Uh, but with the 5D Mark III, even though it's an old camera, like for photography, it's still such a beast. Yeah. And my thing, like my one's been literally around the world with me. It's so beat up because I've used it everywhere. <laughs> and it's, I kind of love that. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. It's, like, it's got character. It's got character. I'll mm. never sell it. And it's just, it's been so reliable. And the 5D is weather sealed as well, which you need when you're doing outdoor landscape stuff. Because I've been literally in like negative temperatures, like shooting yeah. northern lights or shooting, you know, like lagoons in Iceland, yeah. glaciers and wow. just crazy shit. So I think, yeah, that whole that whole thing adds, adds a whole another element to it as well because I've been to some places where this cameras just stop working because mm. of the like setting. Yeah, yeah. Mm. so yeah. Like, well, I want to ask because like a lot of people want to be travel vloggers, and yeah. then once travel starts happening again and, mm. and the big boom comes, yeah, everyone mm. wants to become more travel vlogging. Then, yeah, um, I've seen George. You know George, right? Um, when he does his travel thing, I've seen so much. Life of George. Mm. I've seen so much gear that he brings. I'm like, how much would that cost us to travel with? So, like, what what yeah. what, what what equipment do you usually travel with? And um and like, how much would you pay extra for for like to actually get that travel to the country that you're going to? Oh, I'm th- I I always have like my DSLR. I'll have like two lenses, so usually like a 35 or a 24 mil prime, and then I'll have like a 70 to 200 just for anything like longer range. Mm. And then I'll have a drone, like a Mavic. That's, okay, just keep it really simple. Yeah, yeah. I, know, like, because I, tra- I travel with, um, when, not really travel, like Paramount and all, like with yeah, in yeah. New South Wales with so much video equipment. And I could imagine, like imagine traveling like different, different yeah. countries and stuff. Mm. It'd be costing so much things, like so many and bags. The weight and, and the insurance. The whole yeah. lot, man. Like, <clears> like you no. try to keep it really simple. 100%. Like I think like, and the biggest thing as well that you learn with like shooting and traveling is like you you don't want to look into the camera so much that you miss the actual moment yourself. And it sounds nice. kind of like eh, cheesy or whatever, but it's true because like- I mean, that's- Yeah, yeah that's nice. like, I've been to Africa twice. And the first time I went to Africa, I was shooting heaps and everything. But even then I kind of already regret like so many of the shots I took. I was like, yeah, whatever. Like I'm never going to look at those again. Yeah. I'm never going to forget the moment that I was there mm. and that elephant came up to our vehicle. And, you know what I mean? Just So that's more important. Yeah, it's like how people go to concerts just to film it on the camera. That shits me so hard, bro. Oh, it's like, when are you ever going to watch that again? Literally, I've never seen anyone be like, hey, look, I was at J. Cole the other night or something. It's like, bro, there was, I was there. It's fine. <laughs> like, I remember being, YouTube it? I remember like going to see... Uh, it was in the, in the Louvre, like seeing the Mona Lisa. Yeah, and everybody's just like, and it's like this big. <laughs> everybody's just like this. I couldn't, I couldn't even see it. I like, I had to see yeah. it on a sea of like cameras, and everyone was just, yeah. I'm like, what's the, that's the point? Yeah, line up and see it, and then like that's it. It's there. Like you yeah. don't know. Yeah. Anyway, how small is it? Hey, it is just a tiny little. Portrait. Literally, if you guys have not seen the Mona Lisa, you'll be so surprised because you think it's like some epic thing. I'm not shitting on it. Relax. 
but <laughs> it is the it's a tiny frame. Like it's not that Everyone big. be like, he thinks Prakat is okay for yeah. white people to name, <laughs> and now he's shitting on the Mona Lisa. <laughs> How big is it? Like in terms of like dimension, Ugh, it's honestly like that. Hey, like it's okay. not that. It's like a it's a yeah, it's like a portrait. Like just yeah, it's small. probably smaller than that frame right there. Oh, so it's like a, like pretty much an A3 piece of paper. Yeah, right? yeah, probably A3. Yeah. A3, yeah. It's not that big. I was just like, I mean, it's beautiful and everything, but I just, I just, I don't know why. I just thought it'd be bigger. Or there is, yeah, no, you something. always think it's <laughs> grander than it is. Yeah. There is a video online talk that talks about why the uh, Mona Lisa is overrated. <laughs> <laughs> I need to watch that because I probably agree in a lot of, hey. a lot of points. So. But I think, yeah, the, the experience of it definitely, like, it's, it gets kind of tainted if you're just there with your phone. Yeah, that's and you're true. Not, you're not experiencing like the moment. Yeah, especially with travel because it's like, so it's even in New South Wales, like some of the stuff we saw, I was like, mm. this is like so beautiful and like no one knows it's here or something. Like it's, yeah. it's just crazy. Mm. Yeah. And plus some, some some things you just can't really capture the moment no, on film. Like you really can't really capture that same feeling. Like you look at it as like, oh, it doesn't look as good as yeah. when I saw it, you know? 100%. Mm. I have like specific songs that remind me of a time in travel just because like it, Either it played or it was like something about it that reminds you of a certain time. Yeah. And so like that moment is just like, it's like a photo in my head and I, I'll never be able to like recreate it. Mm, give us an example of a song. Uh, like Paris to Tokyo came out when I was in like mm. Tokyo and I was, uh, if anyone's been to Shibuya Crossing, the famous crossing from like, you know, Tokyo Drift and all that. Yeah. Where everyone's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Giant, where everybody's like, Everybody crosses at the Everyone same time. Everyone crosses at the same time. Yeah, yeah that yeah. one's got the time one. lapse at um, which was Starbucks. 100%. <laughs> exactly. So back in the day, when there was HMV, there used to be, so there's a Starbucks there, like, you know, and it used to be HMV connected to the Starbucks. Yeah. So you used to go in there and, and like listen to whatever, you know, like they'd have music playing and yeah. you could like okay. check it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I remember there was one at the glass and like Lupe just dropped hey, Paris to Tokyo. Cool. Yeah. 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 Yeah, just dropped the cool. And then so I, I had that on and it, I had a coffee. And I was like nighttime. That's such a good song to me. Oh, yeah. While, while I was like, I'm getting chills out thinking about yeah. it. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? It's crazy. And then we were just standing there. I was drinking coffee. The song was playing and it just came out. And I was like, oh, this is like a perfect moment. Mm. I, I didn't take go, any photos. I, I just, just need like, to go to Paris right now. <laughs> yeah, no, now <laughs> I was just going. And then I just, sat, I just like stood there drinking the coffee until the song finished. I was like, this is crazy. And I'll, I didn't even pick up my camera. I had it on me. I was just like, nah, I just want to mm. enjoy it. It was good. How do you deal with like those situations like that? Because I know obviously when you're traveling, do you set aside time to take photos or do you like, or, or yeah. is it just like you're in the moment and you take a photo? Like what's, what's the line for you when it comes to experiencing the moment and also creating content for travel? I, th I think a bit of both. Like I think for me specifically though, Leanne and I, because we're traveling to make content as well. Yeah. Like, so it is a priority for us. Um, it's like anyone who like is traveling somewhere to do like a, an event or something like mm. that is what they're going there for like we're going there to shoot so um it's definitely a priority but we have gotten pretty experienced now so we get in we get the shots we need and then we just chill back we just chill we just love it. it yeah nice so we and it helps to like write it down have it like a list of like because the, the worst thing is to like try and experience the the place but at the same time you're thinking about oh i need to do this 100 yeah you know you just have to clear your mind get the shit done and then just focus on the just moment on yeah it, yeah so oh yeah, God. like so, yeah, we're pretty experienced at now. Cause like, but the only reason we got experience is because like I've made that mistake in the past so many times. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so yeah, oh, we just get it done and then we just chill. I like that. Okay, like that um, bar none. What's your favorite photo that you ever taken? Oh, okay. <laughs> the first, the first. I, I had to just go with the first thing that came to my head. It's Trolltunga. 
Yeah. The one of me sitting on the cliff edge. Okay. So, twenty yeah. eighth of September, two thousand fifteen. Hey. So this is what I mean. Like it's just you just remember a moment. Where's this? Um, in Norway. So okay. you know the famous cliff. You you've seen you've seen photos of it. There's a famous cliff that just sticks out and people sit on the edge of it. Yeah, I think yeah. I've seen it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so it's like a twenty two kilometer return hike. Mm. Um, <laughs> wow. Yeah, and uh, I'm not the, as fit as, <laughs> as I used to be when <laughs> I was younger, but I did it. Uh, um, so yeah, we basically like woke up really early. The whole day was a mission um, because we stayed in the main town, which was still on Google Maps three hours, but didn't realize that we had to do river crossings in the car. So oh, it ended shit. up taking us five hours to get there. Holy crap. It was winter time, so we had to do the hike and get back down before it got dark, mm. which sunset was like at six o'clock because it was winter. Because if you don't get back on the start, it's super dangerous because it's like a crazy incline. There's parts where you've literally like got to grab rope and like you're sliding oh, on shit. mud to get up this mountain. And it's 11 kilometers there, 11 kilometers back. And I just remember getting up there and it was just like, dude, it was like a perfect day, blue sky, mm. snow-capped mountains, mm. and then this crazy troll's tongue thing. Mm. And then we had a five-hour drive on the way back. I was like getting so tired. I was like having micro-sleeps. Leanne was like going to kill me. It was so <laughs> bad. And then we had a flight at 6 a.m. the next morning. We got back like past midnight. And then she was so wrecked. I remember we were rushing to the airport the next morning. She like threw up at the airport. It was like bad, bro. So we got to our next stop, which was in the Arctic Circle, and we saw the Northern Lights. And when we were there, we she went to our hotel. We just stayed in the whole day. We just like crashed out. Yeah, yeah, that's all of it. But that photo, that one, that, that one, one photo, photo was just like, it's crazy. Like, do you reckon uh, it's your favorite because of the story that is behind it? Yeah, yeah. and and how hard mm. it was. Mm. Let's see if I can find it. I know this on the gram. Yeah, it's crazy. It's it's one of my favorites, man. And like. Anyone who's been to Trolltunga knows like why as well because it's just yeah. like so freaking beautiful. I'm pretty sure Nats has been there. I think he mentioned it before. Holy oh. cow, man! That is. So who took the photo? Ah, uh, Lien. Ah, yeah, yeah. So. And did she, did she have to be like on the other side of other like, side uh, of the mountain kind of yeah. thing? But it's not that far. It looks okay. further and on the photo. But did you guys yeah. swap and then you took a photo of her? Yeah, and then like there was other people that were hiking as well, so they took a photo of us two together. So yeah. we got photos of us together on the cliff as well. Amazing. And then there's photos of her on it and photos of me on it. So. And how high was that cliff? About about 800 meters. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy though because it's like when it gets that high, it, you kind of can't tell the difference because I, I I love heights. It's a weird thing, mm. but. I go to cliffs here all the time or whatever. Don't do it, but <laughs> I go to cliffs here all the time or whatever. And then- Be safe, kids. It's like probably 100 meters, 150, but it looks just as high because when it gets to a certain yeah. height, you just like, you can't even tell. <laughs> yeah, everything, even tell I think high. after a certain height, everything just looks the same. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It is. It's it, yeah. really high. It's crazy thing is we found out like when we got back because we didn't have internet out there, like someone died like the week before we went. Bro. An Aussie girl. It was really sad. Oh, yeah. shit. So- I mean, like, yeah, just be careful when you're out there because it's totally legal to go there and everything. Just don't. I think she, like, was jumping around from one to the other, one place to another. And then, like, yeah, so was it, like, a tour guide or something? No, or? straight, just, like. So how did you find, did you just follow someone? So or? there's, like, red tees just, like, spray-painted on rocks okay. acro across, like, 11 kilometres and you just go follow it. We actually found another, like, couple that was hiking and they got lost and we found them when we were on the right track and we're like, oh, they were behind us a second ago and then next thing you know, they were at the bottom of the valley. Yeah. So they must have, like, taken a wrong turn. We were trying to shout to them, like, hey, You've gone the wrong way, but it was so far they didn't hear us. I remember we got back to the car later on, and they we found them. They were like, "We never found it," and I was like, oh. Oh. "So they literally hiked that whole thing and just they got lost and they went back." Oh, I know, heartbreaking because that's oh, like man. it's like such a beautiful spot. Yeah, yeah, oh, that's man. crazy. Like now, every time I see that photo of you, I'm just gonna remember all of these. Yeah, things. yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I'll feel your pain. No, uh, it's <laughs> it's like oh, man, I just 
Yeah, Norway is beautiful, man. Norway and Iceland. Uh, yeah, if I was to choose one, it'd probably be that one. Yeah. That one, yeah. Nice. Speaking uh, of Iceland, um, you are pretty ice cold with the sneakers. <laughs> Sorry, segue is really bad, but I want to talk about your top five sneakers. <laughs> smooth, smooth. <laughs> All right, so let's let's do a little top five segment. So you are mm. a sneakerhead. You've been collecting sneakers since two thousand. So mm. in your collection, what is your top five <clears throat> sneakers? And you brought you brought along some. More yeah. than five pairs yeah. of sneakers. Here. I got some honorable mentions. So, mm. okay, to be fair as well, like, like I was saying earlier, like it really just depends how I feel on the day mm. um, because I could probably switch up and get another five like every single day um, of my favourites. But, yeah. Do, do you I have like, start. is there, is there like, um, when you think of sneakers, do you first think about the colourway? Do you think about the design? Do you think about comfortability? What What is it that draws you to... to For me, sneaker? it's the design and the... Sto- uh, the, the design, the aesthetic and the story. The story of... Mm. Nice. Is the most important thing to me. Yeah. To be honest. Mm. Like, and it's like the story of the sneaker, but also the story of how I got that sneaker. I can tell you how I got each one of my shoes. Like, all like... Every single one of them. I love it. Every love single one of like... Like the struggles I went through to get a show. Like, bro, I've been in like 3 a.m. lineups. Like oh, the shit, whole yeah. thing, yeah. Back in 05. And what's the wildest story before I get into your top five? What's the wildest <clears throat> story that, like, you getting a sneaker? It actually involves me copying a loss, but um, <laughs> copying an L. But okay, so it was actually that one. So I woke up at 3 a.m. in the morning uh, with one of my friends and we went to the city. We lined up at Foot Locker on Pitt Street. Yeah. Because uh, the John Four Mars Blackman was coming out in the fire red colorway. I was like, I need to get these shoes. It's like, oh, five. Yeah. I was like, so you, you're 12. Anyway, lined up for these shoes and was maybe like fifth in line. So pretty close to the front. But with with sneakers, they always have limited size runs, right? And basically where that whole day finally opened up, the people in front of me took up the sizes that I needed out of all the other oh, ones. That's what they, that's what they bought. Did they bulk buy? No, no, because like they had rules like one oh, per okay, person. One per person, yeah. And they weren't all together. They were just in front of us. And I remember just being like, bro, I just lined up for six hours. <laughs> like, I didn't even get my shoe. Your, what was the closest size to you? It, like it was like two sizes up. But <laughs> good thing is- I want thicker socks. Oh, bro, I was so shattered. The thing is so- We're Ravens. <laughs> <laughs> we're, the, we're the Ravens inside the shoe, yeah. The good thing is that like, I remember that, I think it was like the manager of Foot Locker felt so bad for me. He like hooked us up a pair in Canberra. Yeah. And so I had a friend that was going to Canberra like the next week. Yeah, I gave him the money and then they ended up getting the shoes from Canberra okay, the next so week. So I got them, but I just remember that morning I was like so heartbroken. Oh, like man. I literally lined You're up. You're fifth in line. That's bro. I was like, crazy. yeah, I was, I was early, you know, and like just unlucky. Just, it happens. just happens. man. Yeah. I, I love this. I, I want to I know more stories of like all of your sneakers and you could probably do you, you we, we can talk about this off camera, but let's get into your the top yeah. five. Because right, cool. I feel like you have Are you going to do it in order? or No, because nah, I don't even know. Okay, okay, okay. To be honest, I don't even know my order. Right, but so this um, is a uh, general top five, not, not in order. Yeah, I got some classic oldies and some newies, but I, mm. I also don't have all my sneakers here because one, it was like really hard to dig stuff up <laughs> and some of them aren't in the state at the moment as well. How many sneakers do you have in your collection? Probably right now, um, I'd say like- How many pairs? Three- 300 <laughs> but like i'm actually like i had more and i sold a bunch um so you're you're, in the, yeah. you're a proper sneakerhead 
And that's, I, I guess. I mean, <laughs> I, mean <laughs> I feel I like if you have, I feel like if you have close to a hundred or maybe more than that, you're a sneakerhead. For oh sure. man, honestly, if you have like ten, you you, you are already like because I mean, everyone starts somewhere, and yeah, that's, that's fine. Yeah, it's all good. It's all, all love. Right, so what do we got? What do we got? All right, I'm gonna start off with something new. These came out only this year. So people yeah, you did a video know. on these ones. Yes, I did. Mm. So thanks, thanks for that. Um, the Nike. These are the Nike SB Dunklo Travis Scotts. So um, straight up, man, I love these. Man, you can grab them if you want. And have a look at them. They've got these interesting laces that look. Yeah, like it's like a rope lace. Brain. Yeah. So the S- Travis, oh, I don't even know. Where I love these shoes. So it's got like um, <laughs> the SB like fat tongue. The cactus jack is on the tongue as well. You've got like the kind of plaid like panel look, and the swishes are different colors there's a pink on the inside and then there's a darker color on the outside like a, the bandana yeah. paisley material Ooh. and this actually wears down and there's like a brown cement kind of elephant okay. underneath it so it becomes a different shoe like later yeah on. if you like skin wow. and thrash and stuff and this has just got like iconic things from like travis's background with like his record label and stuff like that and mm. stuff that influenced him back in um houston it's got the plaid underneath the swoosh here. yeah, yeah. but th- I think one of the cool things about the sneakers is because like SB was like what was really like the golden era for me was like pre-2010 sneakers. That's like my favorite era of sneakers Mm. personally um, that came out. And SB is kind of, that was like, they were the biggest thing. And SB stands for skateboarding. So that's like Nike skateboarding. It disappeared for a while. And then it started coming back like recently, like probably last year. And then when Travis Scott announced that he was going to do a collab with them, um, everyone was waiting on these and... This is, is probably like one of, the, in my opinion, one of the best SBs ever made, and it's probably one of the best shoes this year. It's a nice color too. I like the, yeah. I like the. What surprised me is the price tag. Uh, <laughs> guess, guess, guess the price tag. <laughs> the retail price tag is uh. No, the retail price tag is maybe like two hundred or one something. Okay. But the secondary market price tag is is uh roughly about twenty four hundred now. Jeebus. <laughs> <laughs> so that's one. Um. Luckily, you have security in the building. Yeah, that's it. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) These ones here. These are the um, Union Air Jordan 1s. So you can check those out as well if you want. I feel like I'm in school passing around. Yeah, it's pretty cool (laughs) show and tell. (laughs) (laughs) Passing around. But yeah, uh, man. Yeah, it's the black, white, and red. Yeah, yeah. So the whole, see that stitch there? Yeah. So the whole like um, idea with this sneaker, right? So. Two of the original colorways of the Jordan one was like the white, the, the white gray, and mm. then the other one, well, one of the other ones is like the Chicago colorway. Yeah. So the whole like story of the sneaker was, it was representing how when he was a kid he just loved shoes so much, but he didn't have the money, so he would get his old Jordans and he would stitch them up together to make to have a new pair. Bro. So that's the whole story of it. So that's really dope. Like that's how freaking good. Yeah, and it's got like just cool little accents, like the exposed tongue, the actual like full grain leather they've used on it. Tumbled leather is like. Really, really good quality as well. These same thing. I think retail was maybe just roughly two hundred ish or something like that. Yeah. Resale is roughly same twenty five. Is it also a two tone uh, lace? Yeah, year? yeah. So that's one of my favorite parts of it as well. Sorry, yeah. yeah. And then they come with extra laces as well, like a yellow and another two tone. Hmm. Um, but yeah, just these are these are just like amazing. And you've kept the the tag on there. I haven't worn the them yet. I'll wear them eventually. A lot of my stuff is still like DS dead stock. How do you ju- how do you decide to wear them? Do you, do, you, um, do you feel the moments like, or do you have a moment in your head where you're like, I gotta, you know, nah, I've gotta meet I'm, Michael Jordan to wear these shoes? Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm just like, eventually, where I'm like, the other day I busted out something that was like 10 years old that I hadn't worn yet. And it's just like stuff like that. 
I just feel like it one day. And like, okay. Yeah. But I'm, I'm definitely up for wearing everything. Nice, it's, man. Yeah, 100%. Like, I will wear these. I just haven't gotten around to it. Just wearing other stuff at the moment. I see what you mean about the story of the of the shoe. Yeah, like, it's Cause, cool. Because that is a really cool feature, and the, it brings out the history of... 100%. Jordan, that's that's really cool, man. I, I love that. So, yeah. These are cool. Um, what else is... Okay. Number three. Okay, these. Oh, these one looks sick. Oh, my God. These. M, are they M? The Atmos MX1 or MX87 because that's when they came out. Yep. So, oh, that was from the bag. <laughs> I'm putting that up. Um, yeah, so the MX1 came out in 1987. Uh, legendary sneaker designer Tinker Hatfield. And he was the first guy to actually have the exposed air unit. As you can see there, the air bubble, mm. the legendary MX air bubble. And the whole, so he has an architecture background. And um, his whole thing on it was like, let's have, there's a famous building in um, Paris that inspired him. Oh, I can't remember the name of it right now, but there's a famous building in, in Paris that inspired him. And it was basically like it, it displayed the exterior. Mm. Oh, sorry, the interior, like, outside. Oh, right, yep. So it showed, like, the pipes oh, and all that kind of stuff yeah. and you could see through it. And that's how he came up with that idea. And when he first said it to Nike, they literally were like, you're insane. Like, no one's going to like it, whatever. <laughs> like, they thought he was a madman. And then look at it now. Like, it's like a legendary sneaker. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but this collaboration was with Atmos, legendary um, sneaker streetwear brand from Japan. Yeah. Uh, this came out originally in 2007. I've got a couple pairs of 2007 releases as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got like suede and leather. Is that? Suede? Yeah, suede and leather. Uh, this is the first time they incorporated the Jordan Three legendary elephant print on an Air Max. Mm-hmm. And um, this shoe first came out in 2007, and in my opinion, the greatest Air Max to like ever exist. They re-released it for Air Max Day because they did like a vote on like what people want to see come back and this was like voted the number one shoe. Mm-hmm. So they brought it back for MX Day and it came out again in 2016, 17. And yeah, I bought another pair. <laughs> so like I had to, these are just like, in my opinion, the greatest. And I just, I'm a sucker for that color, like that teal. Yeah. It's a really good color. I love it. Yeah. yeah. Nice man. These are, these are insane. So these probably they make me get back into sneakers again. Retail market. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. buy a pair of Raymans. Yeah, just not the Raymans. <laughs> I'll have all of the all the colors. All the colors. They, 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 they have a lot of colors, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So retail market. Uh, sorry, retail price is like by 180, mm. and uh, they resell now for I don't know, maybe 1400 somewhere. Like that. Damn, crazy. <laughs> like like in, after every release how much how much shoes do they release like worldwide um and just that, the, the exclusivity of the whole it thing. depends it depends on each shoe and sometimes it even is it, it isn't even really that exclusive for example like the concord 11s that came out a few years ago they they did like an unprecedented number because um the last retro they did of those like caused like riots <laughs> so shit. nike wanted to jordan wanted to like do like so many that it wouldn't be an issue to get them mm. So they, he did that. They still sold out instantly, pretty much. Yeah. And now they're already going for like double the price that they were originally, and they'll continue to go up because that's like one of the most classic Jordans ever. Oh made. geez, yeah. Um, so yeah, it, it isn't always the exclusivity. I'd say because I have a bunch of exclusive stuff that won't even sell for much because people don't know. Mm. It's probably like the story. Okay. Yeah. So like, if it's got some significance to something that's popping off at the moment, mm. like the Travis Scott thing, like I said, so yeah. he's obviously like the biggest guy right now in terms of like sneakers and hip hop. So anything he touches is like mm. skyrocket. And do you yeah. have to listen to Rodeo with them on? 
Yes. <laughs> you got it. I'll say yes. Someone, <laughs> someone, someone plays it. Wait, wait, wait. wait, 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 wait I'll, 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 I'll say, get on my house real quick. <laughs> what do we got next? Um, next, next, okay. So these ones here. Oh, man. Ooh, this might it. be my favorite. This is probably one of my favorites in my whole collection. Um, it's another SB shoe. Yes. Yeah, you definitely like the teal. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> definitely. This lighting is good for it too, man. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So this is the Tiffany Dunk, as you can probably tell why. It's got the diamond on the tongue. Mm-hmm. So shout out to Diamond Supply uh, in LA. Uh, Nikki Diamonds. Uh, hey. this, this is like, shout oh my out. God, bro. This is like just one of the greatest shoes I've ever made. It's a teal, black, and white colorway. Yeah, with a silver swoosh. Yeah. Um, this came out, I believe, in 05, I want to say. Let me just double check. Yeah, 05, yeah. It's got the fat tongue. Yeah. Do all the SB shoes have the fat tongue? Um, most of them, yes. So, like, I that's, like, one of the signature things. So, I actually have, I was blessed to have two of these. I still have two of these. One that I wear and then these ones that I just keep, like, on ice now. Mm. Mm. But th- this, like. What's the other one look like? Oh, they beat us up. I love them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wear them to death. And I actually wore these as well, but then. I got my hands on the other ones and they were worn. So I was yeah. like, I'm going to put these away. Stop mm. wearing them. Keep them like as clean as I can. 15 years though. Man. That's crazy, right? It's like mm. the bottom of it is still, there's still yeah. tread on it. Yeah, yeah. Because I barely wore them and then I got the second pair and I was like, I'm going to wear those. How long can a sneaker last? Like by itself, unworn? That's a great question. So like, um, it re- it depends on the sneaker. So for example, like there are Jordans or certain, certain Jordans and Max that will like literally crumble if you don't wear them. Wow. But a lot of Dunks will still be good even mm. like 15 years onwards. Yeah. So I had a pair of 03 Safaris recently that like literally cracked on me as I put them on. <laughs> uh, I was on my story the other day because like I, I thrifted them from Harajuku and like got them for 50 bucks. Couldn't believe it. Damn. Mm. And um, used to wear them, but then I stopped wearing them for a bit and then tried to put them on again like earlier this year. Literally saw just massive crack oh, in them. <laughs> just <Crumbled>. like <laughs> dead. Just crumbled. Yeah. So, but then I've got a pair of like... Um, so actually one of my top five I they're in Canberra so it's like a 2001 um, Black Royal Jordan 1s mm-hmm. I still wear them no crumble no nothing yeah and they're so in Canberra because they're getting so my uh, one of my guys shout out Chris Cross and Tevin shout out but yeah he's he's like yeah they're, they're, they're the best and they mm. basically um do like sneaker restorations and customized shoes as well and then they do like streetwear and it's also a barbershop so nice in Canberra if you're ever in Canberra like a Definitely, you, like, you have to check those guys out. They, they really know like, what's up. Nice. But this is, like, a legendary shoe. I think they retailed it uh, for maybe $150, $159.95, and the resale, you don't want to know what these are so far. <laughs> I want to know. Uh, <laughs> over four grand. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Because um, they're just impossible to get. Number five is a tricky one. I'd actually say it's a shoe I'm wearing now, just a black, red, Jordan ones, but because let's just do something different. Oh, what do you reckon, Armored Jordans or this random one? Yeah, I think so too. So these are troops. So you can tell how old these are. Look at that. See the cracking leather. (laughs) So these are unworn. I found them in my size. I can't believe. So most people will have no idea what brand this is. Called World of Troop. So shout out to World of Troop because they're still around, but they don't really do anything anymore. They're not really that big. But... Troop uh, came out in 1985, legendary sneaker brand at the time. LL Cool J was sponsored by them, actually. Hey. And um, no one knows this brand at all anymore. Yeah. So I f- and the reason why these are my top five, I actually have another color that's my, I like more, but 
I couldn't find them <laughs> somewhere <laughs> in the stash. But um, it's stuff just gets lost in there. So it's a, it's a leather shoe. Leather shoe. It's got like black, uh, is that purple? Purple, yeah, and yellow. white. Yeah. The crazy thing about this as well is I feel like they were way ahead of their time because if this stuff came out now, it would be the vibe like straight up because like that whole dad shoe look is so popular. Mm. Yeah. That would totally sell right now. So unworn, you can see the leathers cracking. The reason why it's in my top five is the story behind them. So when I was like heavy, like into like sneakers, like yeah. uh, before, uh, like probably 2006, seven, uh, like two of my close friends, we used to literally have days where we'd go around Sydney and like find stuff or find deals. And we used to just find crazy rare stuff around Sydney that people didn't know about. Mm. And there's this one guy, I don't know who he is, but there's one like Asian dude at like Paddy's Markets, this old guy, I don't think he knew what he had. He somehow had his hand hands in like, a bunch of like old classic sneakers, like a bunch of old OG troops like this that had like still the tags on them. Yeah. Old like basketball cons like with tags on them. Oh shit. Like converses and all that. OG weapons, but like originals from the eighties and stuff. Yeah. And these are worth like, no one would buy these off me, but I just love them because there was a guy that we found and he was selling for 20 bucks because he had no idea. <laughs> we were just like buying them up and they complete like brand new versions of like, shoes that came out probably before we were born holy crap yeah that's amazing man it's pretty cool that's crazy it's yeah. like it's it's like fine you it's know the, you really have to look into yeah the bins and stuff like and just we would like and, and like still to this day like sometimes if i find something crazy which i found a couple lately that because i've gotten heavy back into sneakers the past five years yeah there's so many like places i'll check out and whatever and i just won't tell people because it's just <laughs> like yeah secrets yeah but this dude like he had no idea what he had man and like look at him completely brand new world of troop hey and you've never worn these at all no, never they're just they only cracked because of leather. Yeah, just because they're old. Man. Yeah, and I've got a bunch like I've other ones at home, but wow, just pick these up. Are there? Is there a video clip or a music video with LL Cool J wearing true? Hundred percent. Like there is. He, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of people wore them, but LL Cool J was like the main guy for True. Yeah, and this was like back in early nineties, uh, even late eighties. Yeah, 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 yeah. When he was probably doing like you know. Um, what's it called? Like that, that, that was the stereo song. And what is it like? Mama mm. said, "Knock you out" and all yeah, that yeah, stuff. All that yeah, stuff, yeah. Yeah. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's crazy. Watch, watch <laughs> his music videos and just look. Oh, there's the shoe. Yeah, it's insane. <laughs> I bought a couple of others, just like honorable yeah, yeah, mentions. Some honorable mentions. Classic Jordan Eleven Concord re-released like a few couple of years ago, and like this mm. is just one of the greatest Jordans ever made, in my opinion. And the retro that they did of it is like just they did such a good job on it, and it's such a comfortable sneaker to wear. Mm. And nice. yeah, I just love 11s. So that's definitely one. Um, another SB. Mm. The uh, Red Lobster, so the original lobster. They've done a few newer lobsters in the recent years, but this is the first one that came out, I believe, 05 or 06. So this is like, it feels like le it's like a... It's like a new buck kind of material, yeah. But it's yet suede, almost yeah. like the suede. suede. It, it looks like leather, but it feels like suede. Yeah. And you see here, it's got like that red kind of tartan thing that's to represent like what the, like, you know, eating lobsters would be wrapped yeah. in kind of yeah. paper and stuff. And the actual box, it has like this rub, rubber like circle that goes around here to represent when you 
put put it around the claws. <laughs> yeah, so I still got that in the box as well. That's cool. Would it cost? Yeah. Would, would, it, would, it, would the um, price tag of it go up still if yeah. you still kept the? I still have thing? them. I oh, still have them. Yeah. So yeah, but like, so these retail for one fifty nine ninety five. Still got the sticker in the box and everything. Shout out to PSC. It doesn't exist anymore, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> um, but they were like such a dope store, and yeah. another one of those like ahead of their time because if they were around now with the whole hype of like sneakers oh, and yeah, SBs, yeah, yeah. they'd be making so much money. But these now resell for. I want to say close to four or over four grand as well. Yeah, yeah, man. It's got the fat tongue. It's got fat. I laces. feel like being ahead of your time is a bad thing because like <laughs> everything's just like yeah, man. Now. I bought what the dunks, um, or what the dunk SBs yeah, yeah. for retail. So if any of you know sneakers, you know what those are. Yeah, man. Bought them for retail. They've gone for five figures now. I'm just like, oh, they look really cool. I have no idea yeah. what to doing. <laughs> oh shit. Um, and then these last two. These are just the Sakai's that came out. The waffle Sakai's. That crazy double sole. It's basically two Nike silhouettes that they mashed up together and they just put yeah. a crazy colorway on it. It's got double lace as well. <laughs> that double sole's crazy. Yeah, double sole's crazy. It looks like a plane or something. And then the double yeah. lace, double tongue. Yeah. yeah wow. it, it looks like a burger. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like a shoe I burger. mean, like the, you know, when you put the meat and then the yeah. meat's bigger than the bread. Double swoosh. Wow. And um, I was this actually- These ones are from outer space. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually going to bring like the Jordan 4 sales. I just can't. I just did a video on that. Yeah. Um, but. But leave that for the video. So. Leave that for them. <laughs> and the last one, honorable mention, is the Jordan 1 Off-White UNC. I haven't worn these yet because they're so bright, but these I love as well, man. Like It's got the teal and white color on it. And it's also got yeah. these like orange accents. Yeah, yeah. So that's like Virgil's thing. So it's basically the UNC Carolina blue and the white color there. Mm. Mm. And then um, it's got the uh, signature like zip tie that he does with the air on the sole. And it's got the Virgil stitching, the exposed stitching, the exposed tongue. Yeah, these are, these are dope. Oh, so and they're still DS. Really haven't worn them yet either. They've also got the, um, what's it called? Yeah, the off-white writing on the side as well, yeah. the beaver. Because they're from, uh, Nike's in Oregon. Yeah, okay. And office is in like, yeah, New Portland and stuff. Mad. Yeah, yeah. so these are, these are crazy. <laughs> wow, man. <laughs> Same thing, retail for maybe like roughly 200 and they go for now maybe two and a half or more. Damn, man. But yeah, that's that's just a couple. Like, obviously not going to bring everything, but... Yeah, well, yeah that's the, like the, the top, top 300. <laughs> yeah, at the, top of my, at the top of my head, like right now, like the first five, probably the ones that... Yeah, definitely. Right now that, yeah. that are in Sydney. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Love but it. Yeah, man. I know, it's kind of a weird thing. <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm, I'm so interested and I want to know. I'm, su I'm I, super engaged. I, just, I, I'm, yeah, I can't really put back and forth with you. With yeah, it. Yeah. Like more, yeah. more about the stories and the, like, I, like the history of yeah. all of the shoes. And I think that that is super interesting. That's what's really got me really engaged with, with these shoes. Because I, I yeah. like, yeah, like I used to buy up Pumas, but then. I never thought about the history of it. I never, I so never thought about the. I had a crazy. I still sorry. I have a crazy Puma collection still because I love Puma, mm. but like their classic stuff. So I had have a huge collection of like Clyde suede's and states, like you know the mm. old school ones. I still love those, man. And like um, they that I did part of a video on it like recently because it's just I think a lot of people realize the history of that sneaker as well. Like you know it was a basketball shoe, which is crazy to think of now. Mm. And like Walt Frazier wore it with the Knicks when they were winning like championships in the 70s. Yeah. It's, it's, just cra it's crazy. And he was the first athlete to get an endorsement deal. Yeah. So without him, there's no, there's no Jordans. Jordan. There's yeah. no, none of that. LeBron's, the Kobe's. Yeah. Like Puma, first one. Mm. 
<laughs> would you design your own sneaker or have you designed your own sneaker? Oh, I yeah. would love to, but it's just also kind of like, I don't know if I'd I want to wear the Jed Fours, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jed Venture uh, Fours. I, but I'd honestly look at it and be like, I still like these other ones better. <laughs> you know what I mean? And they're not even my designs, but I mean, I would probably do it just for fun to see like how that process is because I mm. think it'd be super interesting. That would be um, cool, man. Yeah, I think that'd, that'd be, be dope. Very, very I'd be cool. more like, I'd definitely, like we're looking into like possibly making some streetwear stuff in the future. Oh. So yeah, because that's always been like something nice. I've been into as well on the side. It kind of goes hand in hand with sneakers. Mm. Um, but yeah, yeah, maybe that for sure. Love it, man. Love it. Love it. I, love it. <laughs> I, I, I swear, I, just, I, I could, I want to just go to your connect collection and have you talk about every single shoe. Tell me yeah. the history about but it. At the end of the day, he has his own YouTube channel. I know. Mm. So He's got some videos see. where you can see like him describing. I've seen a few of them and I've seen the one with the, the Travis Scott's ones. Yeah. And mm. he really gets into the detail of these things that you yeah. don't realize how much detail that a shoe has until someone tells you. And Jed's really dropped that knowledge of like how much a shoe can have in history, how much like a shoe can have in like de- like the detail and the model and all that thing. It's it's a there's a science to it. Yeah, oh, it's, like it's that so people much ignore. Uh, and where can they find that um, YouTube page? Yeah, so it's under um, Jed Ventures. So if you look up Jed Ventures on YouTube, you'll find our stuff. Um, I'm usually presenting on it, um, but Armor is like the one editing, and like we're actually going to do more vlog stuff with the guys in it as well. Love yeah. it. Um, so yeah, like find us on there, and um, yeah. Awesome. And Instagram as well, Jed Ventures is like Jed all my Ventures. photography and sneaker stuff. Okay, and what's what's the what's the future like for Jed Ventures? Man, I'm just enjoying this free time. Hey, like I said, I, I don't think I've I've been this free since I was probably in school to be honest, because I've always worked mm. and I've always been in a long term kind of career thing. So mm. it's good to have the freedom now um, to just like work on some creative stuff for no other reason mm. than just to create. I know you're a content creator when you're in high school because we created a. <laughs> <laughs> we did podcasting before podcasting, you know. So, like, literally in that room there, yeah, we, we right were like, uh, we recorded ourselves. Me, Adrian, and Jed. Shout out to Adrian. Yeah, shout out to Adrian. <laughs> and um, we were recording um, like 18 tracks of us just talking shit. And then the, the cool I need thing, to find this. The cool round. thing, the cool thing about it is that we put the pitch up like chipmunks, so oh, <laughs> it I made it even funnier. That is so funny. <laughs> and we just kept. Yeah, like Filipino radio. Yeah, well, it was kind of like radio. We talk about shit, and we'd, we'd we'd sing about songs that we know in the radio and stuff. I remember the title of the CD was "When You Want Me You." When you want me, I don't know why. I don't remember why. Years later, <laughs> I end up buying a Ute. Hey. Man, that's subconsciously that the next person wants to borrow a Ute. Oh, so yeah. when you want me, that's called that's called manifestation. That's manifestation as best. <laughs> I wonder, I wonder, if, I wonder if there's a CD out there because literally it says when when you want me you and oh, there's can like you guys find that oh, uh, it's gonna be somewhere in this house somewhere, but that is so that. funny like, I, I remember the next day we brought we, we burnt it onto CD we labeled it oh, next day yeah. we just listened to it in class and we're just laughing for no reason <laughs> I remember that exact day being in this room wearing our red jumpers after playing basketball at the back I remember that oh that's so funny dude uh, yeah, what, if you ever find that, <laughs> I need to hear you have it. To find that. that sparked my podcasting career, hey, that is <laughs> and so probably my funny. my rap career as well. Because like I was uh, learning what? to record, and I'm like, oh man, that that was one of those um, moments. So I knew that you were a content creator <laughs> from back then, <laughs> from when you want me you days. Oh, <laughs> you get Adrian on the show. When, me, when you want me, oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> uh, can't get over that. 
Hey man, um, it's been a pleasure having you on the show oh. and talking about anytime, man. Travel and and talking about sneakers and just your experiences, man. I think you are so full of stories, and I I think that um that's one of the greatest things that you you're you're gonna bring that you already bring to your YouTube channel, um that will make that makes your content really interesting. One of the things that we like to ask our guests on the show is, um, if you were to give advice to anyone that's trying to pursue like a career in the creative in the content creation realm what advice would you give to them i think oh, there's so much but if i was just to put it down to one thing or maybe two things just keep going and don't give a fuck what anyone else hey, thinks boom. or says <laughs> boom <laughs> yeah just nice, don't man. you gotta just not care love it yeah. love awesome. it thanks to thank yeah. you for having Yourself on our show. Is that what you said? Thanks for having it. Thanks for having yourself on our show. Thank you for yourself for having yourself I on s- your show with ourselves. I speak good England. <laughs> it happens after about an hour and a half of podcasting. Yeah, That's yeah. what happens. Man. No, I appreciate you guys, man, yeah. and like, yeah, definitely like love what you guys are doing. Thanks, and I'm um, happy to come on whenever if you need anything from Ooh. me. But yeah, for sure, man, we'll get you. I get you guys on YouTube as well for sure. Yeah, yes. dope to have you guys on. We can, we'll it. do that mukbang video. <laughs> Next time I do, just honestly, a food versus one, I'll legit tell you guys. It'll be funny as even yeah. if I'm not on camera, I just want to eat. Like, oh, 100 <laughs> now, man. Be, yeah, we gotta have it on camera. It'd be hilarious. Sweet. Yeah, it's yeah. Have a shirt off and everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Show the Who wants to see that? <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to see that? Anyway. Um, so, like, oh, one question before yep. we go: uh, When you want me to? <laughs> <laughs> when you want me to? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember the context uh, of that. It kind of makes sense now because I actually have a Ute. So, no, I've said it before. So when you want me Ute. Um, so thanks once again. Where can they find you? One more time. One more oh, time. Yeah, so uh, Jed Ventures on YouTube and on Instagram as e- well. So check us out there. Mm. E- okay, Sweet. so this is a part of the show we call the Chico to Stash. I forgot to tell you at the start. <laughs> <laughs> Where each of us nominate a song that we've been jamming from last week or today. Something that's from the past, future or present, local, global. Any type of music that we want to share <clears> into <throat> the podcast <throat> and add to the stash. We always start For with sure. Don doing stuff. So what song do you want to put on the st- Chico to Stash? Yeah, so um, we always try to, you know, the local the local artists here um one of the tracks that i the track that i want to put on to this stash is a track by none other than kev hannibal um, featuring Dizali, dj Dizali, and rissa who's uh you know a, a sydney based singer so this is rise up by kev hannibal Check out his new song. I think his new song's out too. Yeah, it's called Tired. But this this one came out recently as well. Yeah. So I think Dizali was the he's so he's a DJ and a producer. Sounds dope. Yeah. Dizali on the beat. See what I'm trying to do with no deal requires no meals, no pillows, no bed. I'm putting in work, I can rest when I'm Kev's been in the game for years, man. Like oh, he's, okay. he's been doing this for years, and his stuff still sounds really good. I think he's also like so. Rissa is a singer from Sydney teaming up with her on this track. I hear that and I just keep singing Wu Tang Clan like <laughs> the Rissa, the Jissa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
Hey, yeah. that's good. It always feels good to me when I hear like, cause like when you when you hear when I hear local people like put music out, yeah, like, yeah. it feels so good, man. I know what you mean. That's tough. So that was "Rise Up" by Kev Hannibal, produced by Dzali, featuring Rissa. Edja, do you have a song? Um, just one that's off my head that I love. It's one of my favorite hip hop jams. Is uh, "Oh No." By Most Def, Faramunch, and yes. that second verse by Faramunch. Oh my god, that's disgusting. This. Oh, if you don't know this one, you got to You got to add it to your playlist. Mm. So Most Def kills this verse, and then you just hear Pharaoh, and you're just like, bro, what just happened? And if you guys don't know Faramunch is, he's like your favorite MC's favorite MC. I just say that. <laughs> Also featuring uh, the late great Yeah, R.I.P. to Nate Dog, And it's cool because it's like an East Coast and a West And he's like East, East Coast raps with like a West Coast hook mm. You know what I mean? It's pretty cool Did you know they did a remix Mixing this with Seven Days by Craig David? No Primo no, did it yeah. Oh, Primo, Primo did it yeah. Wow Primo's it's, got, it's got most death on it as Primo well. the good too He's crazy With like a similar hook Yeah, yeah. Oh seriously Most death man He's killing I went to his show When he came to end Well I actually brought Alma for his birthday <laughs> Most death Yeah we went to most death for, for, Yeah like uh, When he came out to And uh, more was done He killed it yeah, he's Yasin Bey. Yeah, that's right. He changed his name. It's easy to say most stuff, you know. <laughs> most stuff. Yeah. Most definitely. Smarter than y'all. Yeah. Such a good song, man. Yeah. And that was Oh No by Most Def, Faramunch, and Nate Dogg. Okay, so I usually play a local song, but I've been listening to a lot of Lil Wayne. So hey, Weezy. <laughs> I'm going to play, let's see, let's choose something from the Carter 2. Let's choose Receipt by Lil Wayne. Receipt? Yep. This is, this is my, um, because I have to travel a lot for um, video, so this has been on repeat constantly. It's kind of hard saying this shit to your face. I need to get some some Lil Wayne recommendations from you, because to be honest, that's like one of those artists that I just don't know that much about, but then when I hear his stuff, I'm like, it's totally... Yeah, yeah man, I'll give you some yeah. recommendations for sure. Yeah, because everyone says his old stuff is like crazy. Oh, yeah. Even mixtape stuff? Yeah. Check out his mixtape stuff. I need to hear more of it. Well, if you check out his mixtape stuff, there's a lot to check out, because yeah. <laughs> he was constantly... He was really, really grinding, man. man. Yeah. I think from like 2000 that, eh? 2003 to 2005, he, he like... That was his mixtape run. Wow. Like, was part it of was like once a month or even like twice a month type yeah. of thing. Yeah. When Birdman didn't want to pay him. <laughs> <laughs> what was the crew, what was the group that he was part of? Lost Boys? Uh Hot no, Boys. Hot Boys. Hot Boys. Yeah. Yeah. I do remember that. Yeah, man. It was like like Little Wayne's Sounds one of those different. people like Yeah. Mm. When Lil Wayne's one of those people people like overlook because some of his lines are just like, you know, it's like it's basic and it kind of Resembles of like Young money times But like his yeah. old stuff man Like when it was Killing it I need to bro. hear that stuff Yeah mm. Yeah Yeah I like this I've never heard this kind of, I've never heard this stuff Yeah Carter 2 It's probably it's my dope. favorite album Out of yeah. this whole thing 
One of my favorite songs of Lil Wayne is um, it's featuring uh, what's his face, Bobby Valentino. Oh, I love Bobby Valentino. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even think I know that one. Man. It's oh, a great yeah, like, I that song. I know that song. I know that song. I know that song. I love Bobby Valentino. He's yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know the name of that song. That was uh, Carter Three as well. So and that was Receipt by Lil Wayne. I want to play Mrs. Officer just because. I don't know if it's a good time to play that. <laughs> <laughs> but we will. Because <laughs> this is Chico, this is our podcast. <laughs> Let me find that. That's what I want. Let me find that real quick. Let's have to live my life. Wee, wee, wee. Bobby Valentino. <laughs> that was good. That sounded like it. <laughs> <laughs> Featuring This Officer by Lil Wayne. Yeah, let's, ri- let's ride Kiki. the podcast yeah. out with this song. Hey. Hey. And it's like Okay, yeah, I've, yeah, this was a yeah. dope song. I remember this. I think song. he was on playing guitar on this as well. Oh really? Maybe. Uh, Maybe. Because he, he used to play he, guitar. He, he tried to get the there, guitar. There was, he, dabbled. <laughs> he dabbled in guitar. Yeah, <laughs> there was there was uh, like I think an album or like a mixtape where he was playing guitar and he yeah, well, he, has a, he has a rock. Maybe he can't play rock, Tears yeah. in Heaven though. Tears in Heaven. Every Filipino kid Every Filipino kid learning guitar in school. Lemonade and Tears in Heaven. If you're lucky, more than words. <laughs> yeah, more than words, bro. Angel of mine, if you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and officially missing you yes. as well. Oh, get yeah, the tabs, yeah, yeah. get the tabs. Yeah, man. We should do a top five like of a cow, cow. <laughs> Filipino. Yeah, bro. Filipino anthems. That's so funny. Cut off there. And that was Mrs. Officer by Lil Wayne, Bobby Valentino, and Kiki. Yeah, man. We can go on and on about Lil Wayne tracks, man. Wee, wee, wee. But um, thanks once again to Jed. Thank you. Uh, thank, you, thank you guys for having me, man. It's been a blast, and like, yeah, happy to happy to show support and do whatever. 100%. Anytime, man. Maybe on our next live event, you could probably have like a, a sneaker like um, show off. What do they call it? Sneaker. <laughs> <laughs> a sneaker. <laughs> Look at my sneaker table. Look at my, look at my shoes, yo. <laughs> Check out my shoes, man. Look at my shoes. Look at my shoes, man. <laughs> look at my shoes. Check it out. <laughs> We'll figure something out. I'm not going to yeah, sell it, but here, yeah, have a look. Just, just, just you can look at it. Oh, are you, are you, you probably just have. You'd probably have a booth for your new urban wear that you. Hey. Yeah. You have a possible name. Let's yeah, put we, it to oh, yeah, manifestation. Yeah, we got some ideas hey. actually. Yeah, we got some ideas. Oh, should I say it now? Should I say? Uh, what, what if you want to? I mean, if it's secret. Uh, then. Well, one of them, <laughs> one of them is actually um, mood. Ooh, okay. mood. Yeah, okay. mood mm-hmm. was the whole thing. But we we're going to do it like M O apostrophe D. When you want me mood. Yeah. That just sounds like a whole nother word. I'm not gonna say. Uh, uh, no. When you want me, uh, I'm not gonna say. <laughs> when you want me. Uh, All right, on that note. <laughs> when you want me. Thank you once again to Jed thank Ventures you. for coming onto the Cheat Coders podcast, man. Uh, thank you so much. Always good. Looking we'll forward to. Um, looking having, forward. Yeah, looking forward for to sure. seeing more of your stuff on YouTube and um and yeah. Like more collaborations, hopefully in the future. For sure, man. Appreciate you guys. Yeah, yeah. And don't forget the four C's of the Chico's <laughs> podcast is <laughs> consistency, community, create freely, and finally, quit, quit your, your job. job. <laughs> <laughs> I love that.